you who are watching on I follow is welcome. We are the Wrexham player commentary team, there's the audio commentary team, but uh, due to the logistics at this grounds, we're also the commentary on the iFollows video stream. So I'm Mark Griffiths, and with me is Colin Henrys, and I apologise immediately because I've got to say, uh, yeah, we're a radio commentary, we may describe a bit too much, I do apologise to you for that, but we'll, we'll certainly do our best to cater for you. Yeah, so I've been getting quite wet with these, uh, the, the, the pitch getting watered. The wind's blowing in this direction, it seems. So, yeah, I've had a nice shower. Mind you, I needed a shower because I. Well, I just needed to. I was, I was about to be disparaging about a club that, we, that somewhere we came to in the train. I thought I shouldn't do that. I'll be nice today for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> stewards were keen to point that one out to you, weren't they? Yes, yeah. They were, yeah, yeah. Your stuff that may or may not have been in North Wales very recently. <laughs> oh, you're thin ice, Colin. Thin ice. Careful now. No, the yeah, the sprints is on there. There's also a, a drone going around the ground, which. I hope is official, <laughs> because if not, we could have a problem, but I assume it must be, it must be. The Wrexham ends filling up pretty well, we have had some people on Ask Wrexham asking, you know, about whether the kickoff time would be affected by the fact that there's been a crash on the motorway and a lot of the, the traffic's been brought to a standstill, but uh, certainly there's absolutely no indication of that, the players have finished walking up, this game's going to kick off in 10 minutes, surely. So, yeah, Cryptic was asking that on Ask Wrexham. Remember, you can get in touch using the hashtag Ask Wrexham, A-S-K-W-X-M, if you want to ask us any questions. But, yeah, the fans are starting to fill in. I mean, it looks about maybe half full already. And we have sold out our allocation, so that's, that's fantastic, isn't it? Always get a good support from the London Reds, of course. But it's great to see that we're actually, you know, really travelling numbers every time now. Yeah, it makes such a difference to the players. It, it's you've got to remind yourself that it's not normal necessarily, or it's certainly not what we were used to previously, because it it's such a good atmosphere, and we've been so blessed by having this at almost every away game for the last two years that the support we get on the road is huge, and it can you know it can make a real difference if it turns the atmosphere into a, a Wrexham atmosphere. You know, it drives the players on. They all mention it themselves. It's it's not just commentators putting words in their mouths. If you interview the players, they all say they hear that noise behind the goal, especially on the shooting towards it, and hopefully that will soon start to fill up as well. Absolutely, it's it's, it's brilliant to see. You know, I remember you know, the old oh god. Here we go. But with bedtime stories, remember the old days, Wrexham going to places like um, Rochdale, for example, in 1993, when we got promoted and we'd sold out, we had half the crowd. I mean, good days that. But, so it's, it's wonderful to see this again, or indeed the, the, that season, the game where we clinched promotion, we won at North, Northampton. I mean, the amount of people who went to Northampton, which is a, you know, a fair drive for a midweek game, you have to work or after school or whatever. It's, it's really impressive. I always enjoy those sort of big Tuesday night ones because of my job as a teacher, because I usually will go there, just about make it in the car, and then see all the kids who took a day off school. To, to get down there, I don't snitch on them. Don't worry. I just, I just make them think I will for a second. To see the, it's worth it seeing the alarm on their faces as they're queuing up, and I walk up behind them. <laughs> but yes, it's, uh, it's a, it's a nice enough day. Muggy, bit heavy, but 
nonetheless, it's the thunderstorms we've been promised haven't happened yet. It's supposed to be no, dotted around, aren't there? So we've had all sorts of weather on the way down, but since we got here, like you said, the sprinklers have been going great guns all the way through. So they're not obviously expecting rain here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The um, there's a comment there as well, which I think is based on the graphics I've just seen on the live stream. Somebody's saying, have they now brought in three up, three down in League Two? No, it's just the line was drawn in the wrong place on the on the table. It's cryptic, it was, who asked that as well, actually. So yes, it's uh, it's the same as before. There was talk last year that there was going to be an alteration, wasn't there? That they were going to bring in an extra place, which although we're now in a football league, I would strongly agree with, because there's a danger of just teams going stagnant in the bottom bar, League Two, and teams, well, peaking, not getting up, and then suffering as we have done at the top end of the National League so I think it'd be something that should it happen we should get behind I think it'd be nice to see it of course Wimbledon's disappearance from the top table was due to politics essentially as they had to start again but this Phoenix club is a club that a lot of people have got a lot of sympathy for lots of people's second teams and certainly when they used to play at King's Meadow which is Kingstonian's ground which is a, you know, about 20 minutes away on the River Thames they were you know they, they were very friendly there and made it all feel more homely than I've experienced in the bar so that again here they got the battles all around the stands to make it theirs that everybody's so friendly here genuinely enthusiastic people behind the stand opposite us is a housing sort of well, tower block estate kind of thing and the far end of it is where Plough Lane was the original Plough Lane there's a memorial there yeah, it, it, it looks to me like the architects have sort of designed it. To, like I said, it's blocks of tower block, apartment blocks. But it sort of looks like they've configured it with a, a, a courtyard in the middle and a sort of a lower set of blocks on the main road on Plough Lane to make it sort of look almost like a football ground from the outside. Quite interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, what's been interesting about this is it almost appears... you. You can't see it from far away. It's not one of those stadiums that you can see from miles around. It, you get here and you're here all of a sudden. It's very neatly tucked in, in among all these apartment blocks. And I quite like it, I have to say. And I'd imagine once the crowds start going, it's going to bounce off these walls around us and be quite the atmosphere down here. Yeah, I like it as well. It's compact. The pictures you see, for me, the pictures you see on the internet don't do it justice. They make it look just like a little ground, you know, one of, one of those identikit grounds low division teams have. But it, it, it's not nicer than that, to yeah. be honest. This main stand that we're in is bigger than the other three sides, and it's much more impressive, I think, than, than it looks like when you see it on uh, just on photographs. And the outside's nice. Like I say, it's really unobtrusive. You can't see it. But then you've got this big, some, this big bright blue slab yeah. where the entrance is. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like a football ground necessarily from the outside. Wimbledon are a, a, a proper club that understand the heritage of football and so they've got things that make it theirs. For example, there's a there's a wooden statue with um, David Besson holding up the FA Cup there. Their big famous woman, 1988, beating Liverpool in the FA Cup final. Round the back of it, almost like a totem pole, there's another face. It's Dennis Wise, uh, also holding the FA Cup. He looks 
weirdly like Graham the Soul in that though. I hadn't worked out it was Dennis Wise, I have to be honest. I'd uh, eyed it up on the way in. Yeah. Obviously, I'd worked out Dave Bessenden's keeper's <laughs> kit. Um, I'll take your word for it that it's Dennis Wise next to him. It, it's a nice statue, but I definitely wasn't picking a certain yeah. player up from it. It, it is Dennis Wise, but you have to sort of look at him quite hard. You have to want him to be Dennis Wise, if you will. As here come the players out onto the pitch, Wrexham and AFC Wimbledon, and we are about to get things underway. The referee is Darren Drysdale who encouragingly, as he was warming up, gave a thumbs up to Steve Parkin. So let's hope he owes him something from a, a previous configuration of Parkin's career. And, well, Wrexham, I mean, there's been a lot of talk, not just from us, and our fans, but also from other teams' fans about how we will adapt, what it's like to adapt to League Two. Well, here's a, a good chance for us to show just what we can do. The teams lined up. Wrexham are in the red shirts, white shorts, white socks. First kiss, and Wimbledon in their traditional all blue. Let's go through those teams again then. So Wrexham line up with Ben Foster in goal. Across the back, we've got Owen O'Connell, Ben Tozer, and Will Boyle. Ryan Barnett's right wing back. Jacob Mendy left wing back. In centre mid, James McLean. Andy Cannon and Tom O'Connor, and up front, Holly Palmer and Elliot Lee. Subsurrectum are Mark Howard, Jordan Davis, Luke Young, Anthony Ford, Sam Dolby, Jake Bickerstaff, and Max Clewitt. And the Wimbledon side, they've got Alex Bass in goal, Isaac Ogunduere at right back, Ryan Johnson left back, Alex Pierce and Joe Lewis are two centre backs. In midfield, James Tilly on the right, Jock Nerfil on the left, Armani Little and Jake Reeves in the middle, and up front, Omar Bugil and Ali Al-Hamadi. Subs for them. Nicky Zverev, not Alex Bass, as it says in the team sheet. Lee Brown, Harry Pell, Josh Davison, James Ball, Ryan McLean, and Aaron Sasu. So, away we go. As... The subs are just getting off the pitch now. Wrexham will be kicking towards their very, very impressive contingent of fans. That end has filled up. And Wimbledon, it looks like, will be kicking towards their support. Uh, their very colourful Wimbledon ends, festooned with all those banners and flags. Some fans making a wow. You're right about that atmosphere, aren't you? It's yeah, it bounces, doesn't it? It's yeah. certainly uh, creating quite the atmosphere. It's great that the Wrexham fans have managed to get here through the traffic yeah. as well, just in time for kickoff. Well, I spoke too soon because it'll be kicking the other way around. I assume they must have already switched around because usually home teams don't line up like that, no. do they? To, to tempt fate. So I think both sides probably happy they'll be kicking towards their ends in the second half. And we are about to get underway. Darren Drysdale. Just checking his watch. Pentosa that's flipped the teams round. Wimbledon about to kick off. Which we know Wrexham do like kicking towards their own fans second, as they do at the, at the Stoke Kairas as well. Well, certainly the way that Wrexham are lining up in midfield as well. There's James McLean on the right of the midfield. Three Cannon in the middle, O'Connor on the left. That might be a temporary configuration to deal with the fact that Wimbledon are overloading their left side for the kickoff. Be interesting to see, though. 
exactly how that works out as Wimbledon get things underway. Long ball hit forwards, Tozer is underneath it and he gets up over Al Hamadi, who seemed to hamper him, I thought. Nothing given, it's bouncing around on the edge of Wrexham's area. Cannon can only get it partially clear and it's touched on and in the end scooped out for a throw-in to Wimbledon, over the edge of the area. For me, Al Hamadi clearly stopped following the ball, looked at Tozer and just made enough of a back, I thought, to give away a free kick. But there you go. Throw and taken. Wrexham have got Mendy over there getting a foot in and conceding another throw right by the corner flag. Again taken quickly to Reeves and knocked off Mendy for another throw in. I'm glad we're in a division now that gives you better public data. So I reckon Mendy's setting a, a record here for most throw-ins conceded, throw-in taken. And O'Connor puts it out for another throw-in, pretty much the same place as all by the corner flag, right-hand side as Wimbledon look at it. As they come forwards. And this time, it looks like maybe they're going to mix it up. It's a, a longer one towards the box. Boyle's shirt being pulled, nothing given. Tozer just about gets a clear shot, comes in blocked by O'Connell. And O'Connor helps that away. Wrexham trying to put pressure on as Ogundere knocks the ball down the line and surprise, surprise, another throw-in in an attacking position for Wimbledon. Good start by them, really penning us in. Ogundere gets the ball back from Reeves this time and faces up Mendy, tries to skin him, but Mendy's quick, gets his body in the way and draws a foul as his ankles are clipped. Good work that by Mendy. He was given a proper workout by the right-back Max Norman of... Uh, MK Dons, should, shouldn't say that word here, should I? On Saturday, that's a good start by him. Yeah, absolutely. It was very clever playing exactly what Wrexham needed, just a chance to get hold of the ball and start to uh, create a little bit, bit of possession for themselves. Foster with a long kick down the line, looking for Palmer, the old Wimbledon man. Shirts again seem to be pulled, not given. Cannon helps it on, and Mendy goes for it, but Ogundere manages to beat him to it. He knocks it long. Underneath it is Boyle, beaten in the air by Bagheel, tidied up by Cannon then, he got a knock in the back from Bagheel, and the clearance too long for Palmer. Lewis feeds the ball back to his keeper, Bass, on loan from Sunderland. Drills it, real distance on that kick. He's looking for Bagheel, he gets it well, and they got another attacking throw on the right-hand side. This is a strong start by Wimbledon. Ball's thrown in short and fed back again to Ogundere. He's taken on Mendy once more. Good tackle by Mendy, but a corner is given. Mendy thought he'd come off the Wimbledon man last. I've got to say, from our distance vantage point across the pitch, I thought he had a point. Decent tackle, I thought he might have knocked her off him, but anyway. Wasn't too many other complaints, were there? That's no, uh, no. something you can always judge it on. True enough. Corner then. Tilly is going to take it. Right footed. They've got one man on the edge of the six yard box. They've got Al Hamadi hassling Foster. Ball swept into the far post nastily. Goes out for a goal kick. A little bit less or a little bit more on that, and it would have been a beauty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, momentarily caused Foster a little bit of worry then, I think. But Rex would be quite happy with where that one ended up. Absolutely. 
Jim from Montefiore is on Ask Wrexham. Uh, he says uh, it's good that we're, stu- we're on the I follow for this one game, but will there still be pie talk? Oh yeah, don't you worry. I was looking for a chippy on the way here to sample a proper London fare and have a half-time Savaloy, but didn't see one. It's quite. It's more well heels than I expected. Foster with a big kick, O'Connell underneath it, touches it on partially, but Wimbledon again at the first of the second balls, Armani Little knocks it down the right, and there's danger here as Toza is beaten for pace, Cross comes in, and it's another corner as Boyle covers well. But that was dangerous, Murfield was in the middle, and the burst of pace down the right-hand side. After Toza tried to flick it clear, Al Hamadi really burst past him decisively, fed it in, Boyle had to intervene, corner then. Played in flatter than the post, two flats, smashed away by Cannon, but Wrexham are having to work hard here, aren't we? We're going to have to earn our right to get a ball, our foot on the ball in this game. Throw in taken quickly as well. And Tilly, who took the corner, is on the right still. His cross takes a deflection. Mendy pokes it away. Lead as well to get there first. And Mendy completes the clearance. Palmer gets across and scraps away. He's pulling shirts all over the place. Ref gives that one. He's let a lot of shirt pulling go, but he, he can't let that go. No, he's yeah. In. He's a little bit too much, that one. <laughs> Interesting to see that that happened on Saturday as well. The referee was very consistent, allowing a certain amount of shirt pulling, which... I'm not sure about, but if you are able, if you're the same for both teams, at least that's something, isn't it? Boyle, not a good clearance. Ogundere with an early cross, too strong. That Ryan Johnson's herring up from left back, but he can't get there. Throw to Wrexham. Yeah, going back to the referee, I think consistency is all you ask for, isn't it? I thought yeah. the same on Tuesday night. He let a lot of firm tackles go, but if you do it both ways, that's mm. it makes for a perfectly good spectacle. Yeah, I thought both referees so far this season were excellent. And, uh, regular listeners will know I don't usually say that <laughs> so O'Connell down the line all sorts of shirt pulling going on as Palmer is beaten by Johnson O'Connor over the top and that's much too powerful and we just haven't got that ball down in midfield yet to, to try and trouble Wimbledon and I don't recall McLean getting a touch of the ball yet because we haven't had the ball as Lewis on the edge of his area stands the ball up a big diagonal O'Connell does well to beat Bugiel and it ricochets kindly for Axum off Tilly through to Axum which will be short of the halfway line Phil Parkinson retrieves it and a big thumbs up from Phil Parkinson that Owen O'Connell's header then yeah. again another chance Rexham just need to get their foot on the ball a little bit have a little bit of possession themselves take the sting out of the way Wimbledon has started this game so in Palmer flicks it on well McLean's on the chase and it's a good header back to the keeper by Lewis the danger he could have got a bit too little on that and McLean would have been very interested they are lining up with McLean to the right although actually he seems quite advanced almost like it's a, a front three him on the right to cut in Lee Moore on the left it's not far off the old box formation that um, Dean Keats yeah. tried a couple of times where you've got holding midfielders in O'Connor and Cannon and Lee and McLean much further forward dangerous ball over the top dealt with well, Pierce looking for Al Hamdi, who actually got a pretty decent first touch on that to be fair, but it was rushed back to Foster safely. Foster left.
left foot is drilling it down the left-hand side. Palmer again wins a good header behind McLean. You can tell him he's first round forwards. Giving away to Nallin. Cannon feeds it left. Bit of space for Elliot Lee to drive towards the box. Cuts inside, then goes on the outside. Finds Mendy. Cross comes in, blocked. Mendy will get another chance to cross. Feeds his man. Drills in the goal mouth. Good header. Clear that, though, by Pierce. And then the ball's helped on beyond O'Connell by Begiel. And there's a break on here. Begiel has got a Hamadi in the middle. Sweeps towards him. Toes are read that well. Excellent defending. And Boyle launches it clear, but there's another mistake by Lewis. And, and luckily, McLean was caught offside. That must have been tight. But he, I guess he's, yeah, he's coming back, crossing over the lines. And yeah, ultimately, fair play. Linesman's given it. McLean looks bewildered. He's definitely pushing higher up the pitch. Like you say, it looks more like a boxer. They're really in close attendance with Palmer. Interesting. Lewis feeds a ball across, but certainly will surprise Wimbledon. I'm to see Wimbledon's two centre-backs to switch sides compared to where they normally play. There's a big ball over the top looking to turn O'Connell. Does well to get it away, but then the ball drops dangerously and the cannon gets a block in with his backside. It's cleared. This is tense for Wrexham. O'Connor just hoofs the ball over the top to the amusement of the Wrexham, of the Wimbledon fans. Wimbledon make a bit of a drama of cleaning it, but here is Barnett now feeding it back to O'Connell on the edge of the Wrexham area. Still no goals, nine minutes gone. It's been all Wimbledon apart from that one counter-attack by Wrexham. And Mendy's cross was blocked well by Pierce. Foster looking for Palmer, who again is battling away. He's done well. He finds McLean, but it, he can't tame that. Good challenge coming in on him. The ball drops nicely for Johnson, who drills over the top. Not a good ball. O'Connell will duck under that and let it go for the goal kick. Terrific noise for the Wrexham fans, even though their team's not got into it yet. The Wrexham fans have. Oh, absolutely. They're right behind the team there. Wrexham just starting to get a little bit of possession, already forcing some errors from the back at, from the Wimbledon centre-backs. This formation does seem to caught them out, like you said. It's a lot more attacking, perhaps, than we might have expected in terms of the central positions. Here's O'Connell bringing it out, looking for Barnett. Oh, sloppy pass. Trying to draw a man to him so he could take him out of play with that pass, but then got it wrong. Throw in. Although Wimbledon squandered possession. The ball will go out for a throw to Wrexham by their own corner flag, right hand side. But yeah, tremendous atmosphere in this game. The Wrexham fans really making a low noise. Connell's got the ball in his hands, but I think Phil Parkinson has said no. Let's have Bentoza take this and throw it to the halfway line. Steps up, hurls it towards Toza. Beaten in the air by Johnson. The ball drops loose and it's won well and helped over the top by Wimbledon. But Foster very quick off his lines. Good work by Little there. Foster throws it beyond his man, breaks down the left and then gets his kick on. That's a shame. Enterprising play. He put out for a goal kick. It's a cute idea, but uh, execution wasn't quite right. Yeah, the execution all wrong. It was very positive intent from Ben Foster. Just got that delivery completely wrong. Short goal kick then. Played two Pierce. Now Lewis, the other centre back. Little goes back again and Wimbledon. Ooh, nearly made that bit of a hash of working the ball across the face of that bounty area there. And they've made a hash of playing it out, but out for the throw on the halfway line. They've Lewis. not looked comfortable in possession no. at the back, Wimbledon. It's going to certainly be something that Wrexham can look to exploit. And sometimes Wrexham knocked it forwards not with great accuracy, but the ball's been bouncing off their defenders rather than being properly dealt with. 
and Palmer as well has won a lot of early headers. There's a certain height as he does well there to get up at Johnson, but he's unlucky, it comes off him for a throw-in. But they've essentially got three centre-backs in the back four. Johnson's a centre-back as well, that left-back. So they should be good physically, but Palmer is scrapping against them. He's getting a good reception. Oh, it's Wimbledon again, a sloppy throw-in taken, and Little just puts it straight back out of play. Throw to Wrexham 30 yards out. Every, every Wimbledon fan I've spoken to has said Palmer will get a good reception, and he certainly doesn't get any booing, certainly. Um, as O'Connell steps up to take this throw, it's just outside towards the territory, throws it into O'Connor, he feeds it on again to Boyle. Wrexham getting that little bit of passing going in midfield as a big switch from Tozes just under head Johnson heads it into midfield where it evades O'Connor and Cannon good work by O'Connor to win it back though and O'Connell now that's a good pass threading it to O'Connor's first decision good though caught in possession by Bagheel Alhamidi driving through the middle has options either side he rolls the ball out to the left now and Nerfield tries the shot good block again by O'Connell he's had a very good start to the game miscontrolled by Nerfield then which the Wrexham fans enjoyed but O'Connell picks it up and gives the ball away as he tries to clear Johnson knocks it in Toza feeds it out calm by Lee to lay the ball off and now O'Connor drives forward that's a good ball looking for Palmer oh just bounced away off the turf and out of play it's unfortunate though that was a lovely idea from O'Connor, wasn't it? Yeah, he spotted the early run by Ollie Palmer. All came back from some good defending at the other end. Owen O'Connor got a little bit lucky, but initially with that challenge, before he gave the ball away, he's done really well to just hold his run, stop his man getting the shot in. Nerfels tried to shoot across goal, and O'Connell's blocked it well. Throw in taken and given back to Johnson. Nice touch by him, but his clearance is done. A line is straight onto O'Connell's head. McLean heads it on wet nicely. Palmer feeds it into midfield. O'Connor switches it quickly. This is much better from Wrexham. Mendy now is looking for options. Goes backwards. Boyle stands it up for Palmer, but it's overhead. Awkward header up in the air by Pierce. And Nerfil is fouled by Cannon. Maybe so, but he was hesitating as well. He allowed Cannon to come in and make the challenge yeah both players seem to hesitate I think that's ultimately what's caught Andy Cannon out then if he committed to it early on he'd have got there in good time ahead of his man and wouldn't have had to make the foul yeah, they, they don't look convincing at the back you're quite right Sarah on Ars Wrexham says the atmosphere is really coming across well and the commentary good stuff glad to hear that cryptic asking is that free up front well like we said it's I think you're, I think Collins put the nail there it's more like a box oh midfield misses out on a header Alhamidi denied again by O'Connell good defending and he's very cute winning the goal kick Alhamidi fair play to him chasing in and getting the block on but O'Connell waited for him that was key but his interception crucially denied him a potential goal yeah, absolutely. It's been a good defensive unit so far. Then there have been a couple of mistakes at the back. Boyle, Tozan, O'Connell all covering for each other well. It just came out of nowhere, really. But in the end, there was never really any space. And Owen O'Connell's timed his tackle to perfection once again. Foster with the kick. I'll get back to your point in a second, Cryptic. As Palmer's wrestled, Dull still wins the header. Lee flicks it on cutely. New Mendy was beyond him. Mendy left hand side turns neatly, drives forwards. He's being forced wide by Tilly, but he gets past him. Wins a corner. That was excellent play by Mendy. Did really well because Tilly was on him. He span out from him beautifully. Lee will take the corner. Right footers. Toza and O'Connell wander up chatting away to each other like they're on a gentle walk in the park. Wimbledon of everybody back. 
Wrexham have a man O'Connor on the keeper and he's been marked so there's quite a bit for the goalkeeper to get over flat corner to near post or miss hit and cleared easily but Wimbledon are penned in so here's Mendy he sets himself and he decides to drive on himself and delivers the ball to Lee Lee scurrying inside does well to nick the ball to Cannon that's nice Cannon to Mendy he pops it back again Lee left hand side 30 yards out again under hits the ball and it's cleared easily by Reeves misheaded though by Tilly Toza retrieves the ball on the right flank retreating he does well to keep his cool finds Barnett and Wrexham tidying themselves up at the back Palmer's going over the top O'Connell decides not to play that ball he chips it in for him instead well won by Palmer who's not happy that McLean hadn't made a run for him and the ball's worked back to the keeper in those situations, I'd much prefer Ollie Palmer to be receiving the ball on his chest where he can bring yeah. it down and hold the ball up rather than having to head it on. He had time to do that, didn't he? And what the defender for once wasn't quite touch tight in him, so he should have been able to do that if he wanted to. O'Connell as well to clear, and now he's McLean driving through the middle of the pitch. First time he's had a real chance to get some space. Mendy cuts inside, McLean's gone outside him. Mendy lays it off respectfully to him, and McLean now cutting in against his man. Right footed, crosses overhead, goes behind for the goal kick. Barnett was trying to get up at the far post, and he applauds the idea, but he, he wasn't able to arrive in time. But it's good to see him getting involved there because he's you know, in this formation. He's been kind of bypassed a bit when we've had the ball. Yeah, it's been the first, well, a few opportunities Rex have had to get the ball in. His delivery hasn't quite been there yet, and that's been the problem. Jacob Mendy's had a couple of crosses, Elliot Lee from that corner as well. Now this one from James McLean just overhitting it, but Rex are getting in space on that left-hand side especially. Yeah, cryptic saying is it three up front. I mean, you know up front box midfields you know you say potato i say modified starch products i don't know ed boyle wins a good header there as it's not forwards to me they are staying quite high in if it has a box if you will so it's sort of free up front ball played in to direct about some penalty area now it's little having to pick it up and go wide again to the right hand side cross comes in dangerously nobody can get there Toza's shirt was being pulled as well, reps all that. It's interesting, Toza's shirt was being pulled at the other end from the corner as well, and I do wonder if Elliot Lee's delivery had been better and gone nearer two toes at the back post. Of the referee might have had a decision to make at the other end of the pitch. So, just looking at the replay of it as well, I mean the refs been allowing shirt pulling. I mean, yeah, he did pull him. He did definitely. He did make him get a sort of half turn in a bit because he pulled him. But I would say similar stuff has happened that he hasn't given them. So, I don't still happy with him so far long kick by Foster Mendy tried to get underneath it acrobatic had a clear nearly picks out Tilly on the right hand side but it goes out for a throw to Wrexham on the halfway line so yeah it's sort of three up front cryptic but those two wide players are dropping back to help out in midfield needed to throw in taken O'Connor intercepts a loose ball well Little does well to rob him and knock it off him for a throw though terrific noise from the Wrexham fans as Jordan Davis goes to warm up near them Wrexham fans have been absolutely non-stop since the game started Jarvis, I think this is a little harsh Jarvis says they still enjoy the old Route 1 don't they Wimbledon? I, I don't think I, I think they've mixed it up quite nicely Yeah, I think they've been playing nice football to be yeah. perfectly honest and we beat, As Wrexham launch a long run and McLean 
feels he was fouled, he's got a case, so does Parks, not given. And here come Wimbledon, quick, breaking quickly. Long range shot isn't a bad idea by Bagheel. But I think Foster was always in the drone. Parks and is furiously arguing with George Warren, the fourth official. Looked like a foul, didn't he? Yeah, it absolutely looked like a foul. Yeah. It's lucky, really, that Bagheel's got his shot all wrong because otherwise, I think Phil Parkinson would have been uh, mm. showing a lot of enthusiasm down there. That's the word, <laughs> absolutely. So, wow, it was a controversial call to say the least, but wasn't punished. It's a nice idea by Bugiel, but it was never really curling back in. Foster then with the goal kick. A delay, McKinnon gets to his feet, and Barnett gets a bit of instruction from Phil Parkinson. Foster. Knocks it through the middle again, Palmer Shirt being pulled, but he's beaten in the air. Ball's laid off beautifully to Al Hamadi, and it's a great burst by Bagheel, who drives on the shot. Great defending again by O'Connell, who tracks him every step of the way and gets the block in. And then some confusion in midfield for Wimbledon. Let's Rexham pick the ball up. Palmer finds Mendy. Nice ball forwards. Lee is fouled this time. Parkinson just starting to throw his arms out when the whistle went. And he pockets his descent and enthusiasm for next time. Brilliant defending that by O'Connell, though, to, to block Bugiel off. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. He's not got the same pace as Bugiel, but he just managed to match him stride for stride. And then once again, an inch-perfect tackle. It's been a very good start to the game by Owen O'Connell. some moving it around at the back till Toza sets off a massive launch down the flank headed only as far as Mendy who's now driving forwards running at the defence lays it wide to Lee Mendy still in support Lee 15 yards out from the goal line back to O'Connell O'Connor rather he has to go backwards exchanges passes with McLean Mendy now tight on the touchline, driving at Ogundere, gets a flat cross in easily intercepted by Reeves who drills the ball forwards, Bagheel dealt with well, again by the outstanding O'Connell, Toza feeds it back down the flank for Bendy who helps the ball on and will chase his own header and burst past Reeves, hits the goal line, pulls it back nicely this time, shot comes in, deflected and in! And Wrexham take the lead, Elliot Lee after some terrific work by Jacob Mendy and we need it so well there bursting past his man and the fans are going absolutely crazy at the opposite end of the pitch they're delighted yeah, every single chance that seems to be coming for Wrexham has been coming down that left hand side and Jacob Mendy's just exploded away from his man pulled it back it took a deflection on the way but it was all about that work from Mendy getting the low ball in and all Elliot Lee really had to do was hit the target the deflection's done the rest for him yeah, the keeper went down and was pawing at it. He just absolutely just couldn't reach it. And so Elliot Lee strikes, but Mendy gets an awful lot of the plaudits. It's that turn of pace. As soon as he's headed the ball, he's mm. just disappeared away from his man. It was 50-50 at this point, as soon as Mendy's accelerated. Mm. And then he's timed the pullback perfectly. I'm not quite sure whether he deliberately got that much on it, but if it was scuffed, it was scuffed in his favour. Yeah, it's a really oblique angle on the pullback. So far, his crossing has been a bit too flat, and he's been picking up the first defender. In fact, he did seconds before he got that ball in. But that was a... If it was exactly what he intended, a superb pullback as well as a great piece of wing play. So, Wrexham fans are really jubilant if he thought they were noisy before. And here's Wimbledon now working it across the halfway line, clipped down the line. Comfortable for Boyle to head the ball clear. Throwing will be taken short. 
And Wimbledon just working a little triangle in Wrexham's half. But Wrexham keep their shape. And oh, Wimbledon go backwards and give it away. Lee to Palmer in the halfway line. Back out wide to Lee. He's got the other two attacking players in support. Exchanges pass to Palmer again. Then Cannon just pops off a pass to O'Connor that takes the pace out of the move. The players are felt a little bit head down then just sort of like passing it amongst themselves when McLean on the right hand side was trying to make a run over the top Tozer in the centre circle now squares it listen to those Wrexham fans as Barris plays it long Palmer can't get to that headed away by Pierce for a throw to Wrexham on the halfway line yes just going back briefly to what Jarvis said about Wimbledon's Route 1 for me We've been sticking it on Palmer's head quite a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, more, I think we've, been getting, yeah. we've been playing the longer balls for certain. And I'd rather we didn't, to be perfectly honest. As I said before, I think Ollie Palmer getting the ball on his chest or into feet is much more effective. Throw in taken, Palmer battling away. That should be a throw to Wrexham, which Toza, I'd have thought would be interested in. Um, Parkinson is directing who takes the throw from the, the dugout. I don't know, I think, right? He says, let's play the percentages, get Toza to put one in there. K1 first player token says what do we think of the stadium looks great on TV yeah we like it here yeah absolutely nice. and the way the noise is bouncing from the away end now is fantastic absolutely that's just a bonus isn't it <laughs> Toza steps up hurls the ball in massive throw that defender gets it partly away but still in the six yard box has to be smashed clear lovely touch by Barnett finds Toza on the right again return pass sends Barnett around the back of the fence pulls it in good head a great save Barnett pulled the ball in O'Connor with a diving header about eight yards out and a super save by Bass who just about tipped it over the bar but that was a lovely move again by Wrexham yeah fantastic little pass by Ben Tozer first real chance of Barnett to cross the ball in he's got it almost perfectly O'Connor's diving header and a fantastic save at the end of it so McLean will take the corner signals, clips it in onto the far post, could take that by the keeper it was a bit too close to him but he had a lot of traffic to get through he's a big imposing figure though and he took it well at the far post so 1-0 to Wrexham 26th minute here at Plough Lane Little on the left feeds it into midfield, just sends Reeves backwards a bit and they have to restart again the ball works over there Ogundary is again just patiently moving about McLean working hard from side to side and he's got a good tackling as well this lucky little manages just to hang on to it that's the tenacity that uh, people will be familiar with when you've seen McLean play just it just allows him to get a bit too close and he was on him wasn't he so they break down a right instead where most of Wimbledon's good work has come good strength by Tilly to hold on to the ball but he's again forced to go backwards Rees feeds it down the line again Ogundere is running at Mendy looks to go around the outside of him great footing again by Mendy he's having an excellent start to the game throwing 10 yards out Ogundere is waiting for support so Wrexham Head through the Elliott Lee goal as the ball's bouncing around. It's taking a touch from O'Connor. Has it gone for a corner? No. He's managed to scoop it for a throw level the edge of the area. So it's Ogundere again. 
Marshalls it quickly, gets it back. Mendy's robbed him, but stabs it and gives it away. Reeves in a crowded area on the right-hand side, feeds it back. Massive curling cross lands on the roof of the net from Little. It was a cross, not a shot, but it had Foster backpedaling, didn't it, just to make sure? Yeah, just to make sure, I think, is the exact yeah. description there. He never really looked troubled by it in the end, by the overhit cross. Do you remember that? I'm not going to say what it was. On Tuesday, Palmer on the right flank from about 30 yards out. I th- put it a similar area, just wide of the far but I think that was a shot, you know. Not across. He, he didn't shape like he looked who in the middle. There was nobody really in the middle. It would have been audacious if it was a shot. It, it was, I know. It I, that. My, my, my logical brain says don't be stupid. But I also, I don't know, I know what I saw. <laughs> Tozer knocks it long, McLean won't be able to get back to challenge Johnson for that, but Wrexham win the second ball, something we weren't doing in the first ten minutes, Barnett driving down the right, has got two ends of beat, lovely ball inside though, to McLean, on the right side of the box, he drives at his man, hits the goal line, that's a great piece of defending by Johnson, that just managed to nick it off him, and launches it deep into the stands for a throw to Wrexham, it should be one for Tozer. Nice work to find Barnett from that position, though, wasn't it? Yeah, again, having not had much to do up until the goal, Ryan Barnett, he's now suddenly getting involved down this right-hand side, and he can certainly get the ball in when he gets those space and opportunities. Here comes Tozer again, and that first throw he had was massive. Steps up now, hurls it into the near post. Palmer jumps, it's flicked into the goal mouth. Can it be driven towards goal? No, Palmer's shot is blocked. There's a shout for handball against McLean, not given. Wrexham scrapping away, shot comes in, deflected away once more. And in the end, it's cleared by Little, but that was a hell of a scramble. Mendy heads it away. And Toza picks her up, his stroke goes all sorts of trouble. McLean's offside, he knows it, so he can't challenge for it. But he can pressure now that Johnson and Little are exchanging passes. And then eventually they manage to get away. Little clipping it long with the outside of his foot. Nicely brought down on the halfway line by Alhamadi, who gets a free kick as Boyle got too tight on him and nudged him over. Boyle just got the wrong side of him, didn't he? And gave him a little push. And look at this chance, scramble in the penalty area. Another brilliant throw by Toza. It just won't fall for Ollie Palmer. And then from then on, it was chaos. <laughs> Bodies everywhere. It was just one of those situations, wasn't it, where there was a terrific crowd and there were too many bodies to get the ball past. Palmer was close in but had no real chance of getting it through those bodies. But again, toes are causing problems. Again, Wimbledon not looking great at clearing their lines. That's a cute free kick down the left. Alhamadi now running into the box, takes on Cannon and pokes it dangerously in. And that's a superb block by Mendy. It was pulled back to the penalty spot and Nerfield was it who drilled it. And wow, tremendous block that. Mendy just alive to the danger, wasn't he? Got himself in a good position. It was a lovely piece of wing play and the shot driven in. Brilliantly blocked. Corner then. Left hand side. Short options on a throwing rather. It's flicked on. Palmer, I beg you, O'Connell does well to get there. Palmer brings down beautifully on his chest and hooks it on. Nice pass. Now then, Lee has got McLean making a run through the middle. He's outnumbered though, and it's maybe sensible. He tries to combine with Mendy. Nice work by Tilly, retreating to win it back. Alhamdi scrapping away with Boyle, and Boyle wins the throw. I think the front two have done well though, Bagheel and Alhamdi. They've got threat. Alhamdi's got a bit of a burst on him to try and get beyond. And then 
both of them have got physicality. No, without doubt, yeah, they've they've been a good match so far, the two of them against our three centre backs, and both of them, to be fair, both sets of players have been impressive so far. Throwing down a line, Palmer wins another throw, ten yards into Wimbledon's half. Exxon win leading one 0 through Elliot Lee's deflected goal. Ball thrown back to Boyle, and he goes back to his erstwhile Cheltenham teammate. Toza chips it in, Palmer again gets up and wins the header, but can't direct it correctly. Cannon and playing rather getting his way, but Cannon keeps going, he's done well. Lays it off to O'Connor, who sweeps the ball over to the right hand side. Barnett tames an awkward bounce and pings it back into midfield. Wrexham forcing the Wimbledon midfield quite deep. Lots of bit of a careless pass by O'Connell and really good work by Reeves who rarely looked at the ball fully under control but got that ball out to a teammate. Nerfield tackled well by O'Connell though and despite Nerfield's efforts Wrexham come out with the ball. O'Connor is looking backwards and feeding it to Boyle who's put under pressure and clips it nicely on first time to Mendy on the halfway line. Cannon's inside. Balls work back to the edge of the area. Toza is there. And he plays a good long ball to Palmer who on a stretch he can't quite find McLean. And Wimbledon will work from deep once more. Well Mendy's been tremendous so far, and of course I certainly thought McLean has been brought in as left wing back, and if he, if he thinks that may be the case, he's certainly making a case for saying this, that he should be the first choice left wing back, because here he is looking to use his strength, he does well to just muscle a man away, that's, that's Boyle thump a long clearance, McLean is on the chase, strapping away, and he's done really well to win the bouncing ball, the moment Lewis let it bounce, he was in trouble, McLean feeds it backwards now, Cannon works it wide for the danger man Mendy, who runs onto it as if he's going to hit it first time, but then decides he's going to take on his man, draw two men to him and Wrexham will work in a little triangle on the corner of the penalty area left hand side Mendy oh, that's a good tackle that by Tilling and he works the ball backwards for Lewis to clear O'Connell this time is penalised as Bugiel goes down and well the Wimbledon fans are really not impressed shouting for a red card I certainly can't see that no it just looked like a bit of a, a coming together Boyle again just reached his arms out I think just before then, Jacob Mendy just showed a little bit too much of the ball to his mm. defender. Otherwise, Rex moving, building nicely on that side. Well, I have, there's no cards, which looks correct from what we could see yeah. from the far side of the pitch. There's a replay is now coming up for us, and all right, he put his arm up. But he just I, leans into him, doesn't yeah. he? It's a foul, and yeah. it's nothing more than that. Exactly. Begiel saw the arm, I think, and ran into it, and made a bit of a Begiel meal deal out of it. Free kick on the halfway line, no cards, nothing else. Don't shake your head, Colin, it's all I've got. <laughs> so free kick to Wimbledon. Regular Ask Wrexham correspondent says, Mendy man in the match so far, don't think he's stopped running once. Uh, he has been tremendous. I'd throw O'Connell in there as well. The two of them have been phenomenal so far. As Johnson knocks it long and... Boyle didn't want to grab hold of Begiel on the edge of the area and give away a free kick away, which means he's able to work it square to Nerfel. He's got an overlap. Johnson stands it up to the far post. That's a decent-looking ball, but Mendy again did well, just used his body to block Tilling off. He can't stop Tilling from getting past him to keep the ball in, though. And Mendy, in the end, blocks across. It bounces out to Tilling. Feeds it back. Reeves stands the ball up towards Begiel to fight for. Back to goal. He just lets it roll away from him. And O'Connell clears, but only as far as Tilling. Cross comes in. Boyle gets an awkward touch on it, and then Cannon's fouled. 
and although the Wimbledon fans don't like it, I thought it was clearly a decision given yeah, correctly. Cannon's just got in there first, yeah. first time really that Tilly's had the beat in Amendi on that far side. But in the end, the cross wasn't brilliant. Yeah. And then, in a simple case, Andy Cannon got in front of the ball and is it Begeel's just come straight through the back of it. Yeah, absolutely. In a, in a harsh age of refereeing, that could almost be a yellow because he's really, he has gone through the back of him, maybe not made quite enough contact on his foot, but Cannon was smart there. He drew the foul. I saw the stat on Saturday that he, Cannon was the most fouled player, and I think that is a, a defensive tactic he uses quite well. He's quite good at buying a free kick just by using his body like that. As Palmer comes across and does really well in the air, gets too much on it though, so Johnson thumps it away. Alhamdi brings the bouncing ball down, but that gives O'Connell the sight of it, and he pops it out of play. <laughs> Baltimore Wrexham fanatic says so far, man of the match, a toss-up between Mendy and the travelling Wrexham fans who are almost, almost as entertaining to listen to as us guys. Hey, you've got good taste. They are enjoying themselves. It's Wimbledon are building up from the back. Reeves splits the centre-backs and feeds it wide. 37th minute, still 1-0 to Wrexham. Johnson on the left. Drills over the top, that's good ball, good running as well by Alhamdi, but good strength by Toza, who just leans over him and heads it clear. Good chance by Jenner, Phil. I think O'Connell realised he was so close and he has a bit of a word with Barnett for not warning him. Still having a word with Barnett. He's, he's putting his hands out to say, well, it's not my fault. But I think O'Connell just wanted a little bit of a shout, didn't he, down yeah, there? Yeah, so to throw in. Referee's having a word with Toza. Sending him back to the corner. Yeah. Anyway, Tuzzle will get good distance on this anyway. As he steps up, hurls it down the line. Palmer doesn't reach him though. Headed away by Little, helped on by Bagheel. Hamity tries to make it back but can't make any challenge. And O'Connell does well to nick it from Nerfel. Good ball to McLean. Good ball to Cannon. And a lovely idea by Cannon to ping it first time to Lee. That's just unlucky. He's beaten to it by Ogundere. But really good one-touch passing by Wrexham back. You could see that quality that Phil Bogsland's looking to bring in. With the vision and the technique then. Good header by Boyle. And from a long kick from Bass. Mendy drills it long, McLean strapping for it, can't win it, throw to Wrexham on the halfway line though. But Boyle early on missed a couple of challenges, but he seems to be settling into it nicely now. Yeah, he's uh, done well as the game's worn on, I'd agree with that. That header then especially, just showing his quality and his experience as well in there. Mm, absolutely. Free kick given against Mendy in the halfway line. Wrexham felt it was a foul on Palmer. It's one of those, was he climbed on or, or did he fail to get up? Uh, sort of half feel like that's a sort of challenge that in the same spot in the other half would have been given. Long ball over the top, awkward for O'Connell, he does really well. And the reason it was awkward was because the target, Al Hamidi, was offside. So, free kick on the edge of the box to Wrexham. And Barnett, understandably, is slow to return it to the, uh, Ben Foster. After Wimbledon made such a good start to this game, Wrexham really have come back into it, obviously getting the goal as well, but not just that, creating a lot more chances, having a lot more of the ball, and more importantly, doing something with it as well. You mentioned that one-touch passing before as well. It's uh, maybe take out those first 10 minutes. It's been a good away performance so far. Absolutely. 
as O'Connell looks to play an attacking pass and Bugield as well dropping into his own half to intercept O'Connell good ball to yeah, Jerry Palmer turns good ball to Lee now left hand side Mendy are marked outside and Lee finds him quickly Mendy now taking on Ogundere either screws the shot with his right foot but McLean gets a header on it and or Lee rather and puts it too close to the keeper it's just wasn't any pace on the cross I think was there for Lee to, to convert uh, I think it was McLean he's just come across his man and as I said in the end he had to quite a lot mm. from the position he was in the distance he was out to get some power on that header excellent work again by O'Connell and again in a tight area as Wrexham passed away out nicely and O'Connell is caught late and that will be a yellow and yeah I, I don't think there could be much argument there Wrexham moved the ball around really well in a tight area and then as O'Connor tried to play the decisive pass, he was taken out late. And the referee, again, good refereeing. He had to look to see where the ball had gone. And when he saw it wasn't going to work, he gives the free kick and the yellow card to Bagheel. Free kicks for Exxon midfield. When you said about recovering from the stars, I was about to say exactly the same thing. We've earned our rights to now be on top of this game. Because we suffered for 10 minutes, but we didn't let that, unlike on Saturday, we last sat there rather we didn't let that trouble us yeah we absorbed a lot of pressure this time in all fairness Wimbledon had a lot of possession but didn't do an awful lot with yeah. it I mean I've got to say you know I'm noting down incidents and I didn't actually write anything until the 20th minute although I liked the way they were playing we, we, we defended our area yeah. well so Wimbledon begin again as Wrexham were penalised. It's going to be a free kick, is it, I think? Oh, Phil Parkson wasn't very happy. It's Wimbledon showing no great eagerness to get the play going again. They've now left it for the keeper, who didn't seem to expect it. So Bass comes up nearly to the halfway line to take this, which of course confirms it's a free kick. He's waiting, Wrexham holding a nice high line about 30 yards out, the ball's dropped in there Foster wants this, takes it shoots, <laughs> go on, keeper's still not in his penalty <laughs> area <laughs> I'm surprised the away end didn't all tell him to but uh, Foster and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did but no, he's, he's audacious isn't he? he's audacious and he can <laughs> certainly get distance on his yeah. clearances as well more orthodox clearance by him and Palmer this time doesn't win it good work by Argandere, wants to head out for a throw to Wrexham about 10 yards into the Wimbledon half, left-hand side. Just over three minutes left of the half. As Mendy throws it in short, gets it back from Lee, and then wins a throw-in. Off the gill, he'll have to be careful now, of course. I mentioned that at the start of the broadcast, he's got a hat-trick and really should have been sent off for a wild challenge against Wrexham by Sutton. As lead as well, good pace that, because Mendy's throw was in danger of running away from him. Good diagonal by O'Connell, well brought down by Palmer. Wimbledon want the handball to get a free kick as Palmer then pulls his man down. But yeah, Bugiel does have a card in him and he'll have to be a little bit careful after giving a free kick away like that. He's another one of those players that you'd love to have on your team but hate to have against you yeah. because of the way he puts himself about mm. up there. Yeah, he's, he's a real physical issue, isn't he? Palmer's similar. Bagheel's got a, maybe, and I don't mean this in the pejorative sense, just as a style of play, a bit of more nastiness about him, I think, than Palmer. He's a bit more of an old-fashioned centre-forward who can leave something on the centre-back as Bass pulls his kick for a throw. 
not saying Palmer's not a battler, but you know he's he's better with the ball at his feet. I would say is the extra thing he brings to his game. Yeah, I think as you said, it's not saying it in a disparaging yeah. way about Vigil. It just the way he plays and that is a good asset to have in your team it's not something you want to come up against as a centre-back as Palmer wins an excellent header from the throw-in on McLean now really crowded out by Wimbledon players tries to drive the team to Johnson does well he's won some good challenges against McLean Johnson and now it's a chance for Little to bring it forward he finds Alhamdi brilliant double clip on the spin to Bugiel but Bugiel looked well he's found Alhamdi and a good ball in and a touch of Tilling lets him down it was a brilliant move that the pass just had too much on it he just had the feeling at the end of that move brilliant as it was that each pass was just a tiny bit out and that made the next pass a little bit more out and then there was just too much pace on it until he couldn't control it when he was one on one yeah he, he made a brilliant run down the middle of the pitch mm. as well I think you're right, just too much pace for him to control it, too heavy a touch, and in the end, really a bit of a let-off for Wrexham. Absolutely, it was a superb move. Oh, O'Connell again gives the ball away. And it's a big diagonal towards Alhamdi, well dealt with by Boyle. He's nodded back to Foster into the last minute of the half. Jarvis, how many pointlessly long minutes added time will we get today? Uh, I'm, I'm not against this directive, to no. be fair. We're getting value for money at last as Palmer nods the ball down. I reckon we'll see a good five myself as the ball's thumped away for a throw to Wrexham on the halfway line. It hasn't felt like there's been a lot of time wasted or anything mm. like that, or like the ball's been out of play that often in all fairness. Yeah. But I'm with you, I don't actually mind the initiative and it will hopefully start to speed games up. Absolutely, Palmer does well. Chesting it down, Lee good feet under pressure. Palmer, though the ball bobbles away from him. Smacked away, toes a touch tight to Bagheel, as is Cannon, and there's a real physical scrap. And in the end, O'Connell steps in and... Wimbledon man is penalised. It was actually Alhamdi, I beg your pardon, not McGill. He looks disappointed. Looked like a good physical. Oh, only three minutes. Oh, fair enough. Just seen a replay of that challenge. I mean, I don't know. I think Alhamdi is very unfortunate to be penalised for that. Yeah, there wasn't an awful lot in it, was yeah. there? He's got hands on Cannon, but Cannon's getting in under his feet and like he does you know, when he draws free kicks. He's done one then. That I think, you know, I don't think Alhamdi did too much wrong. Long diagonal by Foster's cleared boy with towering at it. And McLean will look to get behind the fence onto this. And does he win a corner? Mm, no. <laughs> Didn't see the red point then and it was thinking he was really keeping us in tenter hooks. These contacts and lenses aren't working, I'm telling you. <laughs> so three added minutes. I also really like that initiative of the time being shown. I, I guess they didn't in case fans got angry about you know adding more than the time on but I, th I think you know the transparency is good as Boyle makes an interception and then drills down the line and Palmer will scrap for this it's won though by Lewis picked up by Elliot Lee who's been a busy presence down the left hand side that's good work by Mendy to get out of trouble and O'Connor just typically gliding on the ball to hold a man off back to Toza clips it for Palmer, who lets Lewis get in front of him, and Palmer's really angry at himself over that. Wimbledon looking to come forwards once more, Bagheel tries to bring it down, goes to ground as well to squeeze it wide, now then, danger here as Little works it wide, Murphill taking on Barnett, is 
Good challenge, great challenge by Barnett, and it's a goal kick as well. The Wrexham fans were at, behind that end and were shouting immediately for the goal kick. The London fans are frustrated, the players aren't complaining though. No, Excellent exactly defense. that. Fantastic defending by Ryan Barnett. Mm. Just got himself across. Could have gone either way looking yeah. at the replay of it, but Barnett's made the tackle. It certainly hit both of them along the way there. I think that. Um, perspective wasn't that camera angle's friend then it was a bit like watching the end of a, a cycling stage where it looks like a chasing group are close but they're not really uh, it looked to me like it did bounce back off him but he couldn't see it so much because the camera was so close long ball forwards Palmer again has his shirt pulled again he wins the header Mendy can't get to the loose ball but Lee has picked it up under pressure that's brilliant spins away from two men just overruns it and Swimbledon work it back again Elliot Lee frustrated that he didn't get a free mm. kick then. It did look like he just got pulled back as he yeah. burst through those two defenders. Wimbledon then again building up. We're into the last 30 seconds of added time. As Johnson picks it up on the left. McLean just stops him from going forwards. And Wimbledon work it across the back line again until Lewis stands up a diagonal, Barnett having to watch us very carefully, you can see he was mindful of Nerfil, putting him under pressure he's put out for a throw by the corner flag he was also mindful of not wanting to put out for a corner and he's done pretty well, throw in taken, given back to Johnson, Barnett's done really well again to intercept and that's half time and well I, I think we've already summarised this half, first ten minutes, Wimbledon really played well but we defended the area well and having earned that right to play the next 35 have been very impressive yeah absolutely Wrexham started to build down their left hand side initially and it's from that left hand side Jacob Mendy's just fantastic burst of pace to get away from his man did he mean the pass like he meant it whether he did or not it's put it on a plate for Elliot Lee to hit it he got a deflection but in the, yeah. no, it was just crying out to hit the target and the reward was there for it and then after that Ryan Barney got more in the game down the right hand side as well Jacob Mendy especially and Owen O'Connell have run the pitch and really impressed with Wrexham in that first half yeah. and I agree with you I think Wrexham earned the right mm. and deserved the, the break as well and we have looked good you just want to see a second don't you really <laughs> to just to reinforce it as as that classy club that AFC Wimbledon are play some we a Welsh band at the start of half time Catatonia but uh, yeah this has been a, a, an entertaining first half and certainly the Wrexham fans at the moment will be delighted with it on the video screen we've just seen some of the highlights where it's in the goal Mendy I mean I think he, 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 if he does mean it he does ever so well to be aware of where he is he's in danger of running off the pitch and just cuts the cuts across it and manages to but it's when he bursts past Reeves yeah. with using his head that, that's the moment when there's danger and Lee I mean to be fair it looked like a decent side footed finish keepers going down to his left and the deflection just take is in the opposite direction Wrexham are delighted. We've seen it from another angle as well. He's yeah, ever so well to pull it back. In all fairness to Mendy, even if he's only pulling it into an area, it's the exact right area yeah. to be pulling it into. Exactly. He'd well. underhit a couple of crosses just before then, but yeah. oh, it's that first space to get away from his man just shows what a danger he can be. It was interesting reading an interview he did a few years ago. Somebody posted it online this week from when he was playing for Wheelston. In it, he said that um, he preferred actually being an out-and-out left-back. Yeah. It's all his managers who spotted something in him. They want him further upfield. We saw Wheelston especially, he was an attacking winger for them. He bore him more down Wrexham. He's been playing as this wing-back. 
and this is why because he can get past his man he can get a ball in at the end of it and as you said on commentary if James McLean's been brought in to play at left wing back well Jacob Mendy's certainly doing a good job of keeping him after that position for now absolutely as well let's just hope as well as he's able to keep himself fit because it was frustrating for him last season he got a number of little injuries that just affected his continuity uh, which has not been the case before in his career so I think just just unlucky that that happened to him then just when he was establishing himself with us but this is an impressive performance by him now I, I, I wound up and annoyed an awful lot of people last year and you were one of them who was annoyed by me uh, by, by, by determination to call him Mondi because I felt he, you know, this is a French name, a francophile name, and that is how you pronounce it. Now, okay, I have now for a long time admitted that is wrong, but I will, I will be make one pedantic correction. I see a few fans still call him Mendy Mendy. In broken taking matters into your own hands assembling big dreams from the small things never stopping until you find the right part at the right price that's the eBay way station that was nice I was back on my traditional WH Smiths in uh, Warwick service station <laughs>
some of the well-fancied teams that have had rough start, well, us, Notts County, for example, have had a rough start, so I wouldn't read too much into it just yet, but... It's always, this is the best time to play a strong team, I think. Yeah, as people are starting to find their feet, it is an opportunity. We've seen it so many times, the team might just get, just get that early momentum when you think they're going to tail off, they're going to tail off. But actually, once that momentum's behind you, mm. it's very hard to stop a team like that. Yeah, absolutely. Crawley winning at Salford as well is an interesting one. I mean, there's been a lot of talk among fans of certain teams down the bottom sort of looking fairly doomed, like Harrogate and Crawley, but, you know, they've, they've done all right so far. You know, the off-field problems of Morecambe, for example. But, yeah, there's certainly there's, there's no sign of that yet either. That's a look. What more delights do we have on our Wrexham? Yeah, Sterling Corbin also asking about meat pies. Yeah, I was... I didn't explain this properly before. I was looking out for a chip shop to, to get a, a proper London delicacy, the Savaloy, which is something I can't fully explain. It's it's essentially a sausage, isn't it? But it's got like a red skin on it. And I guess it's just a sausage, like a like a Frankfurter-style sausage with a red skin on it. But I don't know, just... It's only you only find it southeast, really. Do you? Would you say? Or? I can't say. I've never tried one. I have to be honest. Obviously, I've heard of one. Yeah. Um, I've never ever been tempted to try one either. I have to be honest. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying it's. Um, you know, if you consider your body to be a temple, you should probably stay clear. To be fair, but. I had one once out of curiosity, it's genuinely out of the whole but what is a Savaloy sort of mentality, at a chip shop right next to Millwall's ground before I went to see a Millwall game. Um, and yeah, it was essentially, it was a Frankfurter. It was a Frankfurter. Really? What the point of the, you know, all sausages have skins on them, but by having a weird sort of synthetic looking red skin, it just reminds you you're eating something unhealthy. I think that's the only purpose of the red skin on it. I'm, I'm open to correction, but that's my take on it. Uh, yeah, Breakfast Club wants to know if Neil watches the away games at home with Matilda. At home with Matilda feels like the perfect name for a Neil Williams reality show. And Matilda, for those of you who didn't hear last week, is his show pig. She came second. He, he, he showed her on two shows, and he's only told us the result of one. So I'm assuming the other one was was a tragedy. Uh, if you're listening in, Neil, let us know. But it's yeah, he was far too keen to talk about pig oil and pig shampoo to prepare Matilda. Plus, he said he was going to, ultimately she will become sausages or pork chops, which seemed a bit harsh. Well, here's one for you. Dadikus FC, any idea if Super Paul Mullen made the trip with the team to see the game? He's not down here. He's in back in the country, of course, which is great news, and we'll wait to see what's happened with his rib injury. Yeah, absolutely. As Jarvis is saying, Boyle looks good and solid. The, I'd like to see... I mean, with, with Mullen, I mean, everyone keeps saying, when's he back, when's he back? I don't think you can really realistically make any sort of speculation like that. And if you could... If I'm frank, I wouldn't want the club to do so. I'd rather that Mullen is suddenly sprung on unwitting opponents myself. Uh, but he's... I, I always think... I don't know if you agree with me, Colin, that everybody, because a punctured lung is an unusual injury, and this concept of a player not being able to fly for two weeks is striking, uh, people... 
start focusing on that and forgetting the fact he's got three fractured ribs, which to me is a big deal for a footballer. You know, it's it's okay saying, oh yeah, punctured lung is six to eight weeks. Yeah, fractured ribs hurts, really yeah. hurts. It's not an injury to be rushed back from, like you said, yeah. and that gives the incentive to the players who are out there, mm-hmm. Elliot Lee, Ollie Palmer, Jake Big Staff, who's coming to the playing squad, to prove themselves and to make sure we don't miss Paul Mullen for too long. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan James is crediting you with being Che, interestingly. It's, it's Colin, it's Colin Henry's. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's it'd be good to see Mullin back, but I, I've always felt that I have, I, I, I'm not going to complain if we bring in an, a, a really good player no. because he's got injured. I'm not, not going to complain about that at all. But I am happy with the four strikers we've got. I felt a bit sorry for Waters last Saturday because I thought he, he put in a hell of a good shift. Uh, the, the, you know, it wasn't okay. Dolby and Waters didn't make much impact on Saturday, but they really didn't get much to work on. I thought Waters did quite well holding off defenders and trying to bring other players in, but it, it just wasn't really happening. No, it know. didn't. It didn't happen for them. I think that's the yeah. fair way of putting it. Palmer and Bickerstaff came on and got a lot more joy, and then likewise. They started well against Wigan on Tuesday night. We've seen today with Palmer and Elliot Lee as well. Um, I think the thing Billy Waters showed in that game in San Diego against Manchester United, for anyone that did watch it, he had to play 70 minutes when that wasn't scheduled. He wasn't supposed to be on the pitch that long. He put a big, big shift in that day and did show what he can do. There is more to this squad. Paul Mullins our star player, without a doubt. Yeah. We all want him back as soon as we can, but it's up to those strikers, like I said, to just, you know, if we keep ticking along, as we have done today, Elliot Lee's playing in a more advanced role. Yeah. He scored the opening goal in this game. That's what we've just got to keep doing. Yeah, exactly right. And then we're not talking about Paul Mullins, we're talking about yeah. the players on the pitch instead. I mean, the United game was the one game I couldn't see, but the other three I watched, and for me... I was really impressed with Waters with his ability to hold play up and bring people in. I, I liked him. I, I thought he looked busy. And yeah, okay, it didn't happen for him last Saturday. But you know, you then inevitably get a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, he's useless and all that." No, he's not. He's, he's a good player. So let's let's all be patient. Bickerstaff has done exactly what you said and stepped up. And quite frankly, Palmer has as well because I, I think by the end of last season, you'd probably see Dolby just about nudged ahead of him in the pecking order. But Palmer's impact on in all games so far, including this because he's been really battling away well have yeah. uh, certainly uh, I think reminded us of the, you know, the, the Palmer at his best that first half season and good chunks of last season when he really has something to He's got, really got something major to offer for us. Yeah, I wonder how much fire it's put in him being dropped for that first game. You've not got your star striker, mm. and then you find yourself on the bench anyway behind yeah, yeah. that when you really should be expecting to be up there in importance with Paul Mullins. Still our record signing yeah. from Wimbledon 18 months ago. And I wonder just how much it has just fired him up to, do you know what, I can't allow that to happen again. Exactly. We saw it last season, he got his chance against Dagenham, and it probably one of his best performances of last season after he spent some time out of the team. He has to make himself undroppable because he knows now we have our young player of the season knocking on the door behind him, ready yeah. to get his opportunity. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I also feel when it comes to the idea of buying in somebody, I'm not, I'm not saying we shouldn't, and I, I've got to say Parkinson's strike rate in the transfer market is fantastic. So, I, I, in Parkinson, I trust. But having said that, 
you don't replace Mullen because you're bringing a player of his quality, then you're going to have to build a team around that player. You, you can't really do that. And if if you're not, for me, if you're not going to do that, which I don't think you can, it's going to be hard to tempt in a player with the idea of, well, you know, you've got a good six weeks to prove yourself, but eight weeks or whatever, but then you've never got a chance of displacing Mullen. Um, and also, if you're just going to bring in another striker, then, well, I, I think that would only be something to look at at the end of the window if the, if the four options we've got now genuinely can't grasp the nettle and we're just can't Dolby's put in a decisive penalty for us. That's not to be sniffed at. Yeah, absolutely. It, no, if we if we sign somebody, it will be a good player because, as you said, Phil Parkinson's hit rate's been good, and you, we don't sign players who aren't going to improve the 11. It's not anymore about improving the 22-man squad. It's about improving that starting 11. If we can't find anybody, well, we know we have got strength and depth in this squad. Yeah, absolutely. But Wrexham have shown a lot more what they're about. I don't want to say it's a big 45 minutes in some ways. It's very early in the season, but we've certainly shown what we're about. And now as the players are waiting to restart, a chance to really drive it home. To, to come home with three points in this match would be big for Wrexham, really get things going. Bill Long, whoever he is, says he's listening in from Somerset with a drop of Wrexham Lager. So obviously his question is, who's the best Womble and why? Jarvis says Cholet for me. Nice. Tomsk for me. I've got to say that. My mum had a Tomsk. I don't know what made it a Tomsk. It was just a, a yeah. plain naked Womble till she put a city shirt on it for many years. <laughs> but she insisted it was Tomsk and it lived in my room when I was growing up. So I've got to give a shout out for him. Orinoco. Definitely Orinoco. As McLean gets things underway. Toza dinks it wide. Palmer will jump. Oh, and two Wimbledon players go for the same ball. Loose ball. Drops for Lee. Coming forwards, a couple of delicate little rolls over the ball, and he pokes the ball. It's too strong. And Palmer went, went from the sublime to the ridiculous. The, such soft feet when he was just shuffling forwards in his slippers. And then he just poked it for a goal kick. It was, it was a difficult pass to pull off. He definitely didn't pull it off. Long goal kick. Begiel has to make a bit of ground to win that and ends up on the floor and Mendy gives it away, Ogundere squares it, Little looking to turn Wrexham defence straight and Boyle's head leaded really well, gets ahead of Ogundere good pass by O'Connor to Palmer, this is nice Palmer's aware of his surroundings finds Cannon in a bit of space and maybe Cannon could have been a little more progressive there because we had options in space as a result, O'Connor has pinged the diagonal it's an absolute beauty is it no, just too much on it unlucky Good start by Rexon though, we're on the front foot, we're looking creative. Throw by the corner flag. I'll try and look at more Ask Rexons, obviously. Second half I tend to find it as hard as the first. As, well, the referee warned Ogundere twice that he was stealing yards. The third occasion, he's given it Rexon's way. And, and of all the places he can sling it in for Tozen now, can't he? From, ironically he's taking it from pretty much where Ogundere took it from. There's a little practice warm-up move. O'Connell's at the near post. O'Connor on the keeper. Palmer on the six-yard box. Lee offering short. Toza hurls it right under the bar. It's headed partly away. Ricochets around McLean. Hits a shot against the defender. And then lays it off. And again, it's a scramble. And Wimbledon survive through sheer weight of numbers again. But once again, they're just not dealing with Toza's throws. And now they try to break Johnson over the top. Looking for Tilly. 
But Barnes is there. Again, he's determined not to put it out of play. But he underheads his back pass to Foster. Luckily for Wrexham, got there first and smashed it away. He's played forwards quickly, though. Here's Nerville laying the ball off, and he's got a throwing out of it. Again, Tozer's throw is causing real problems. Yeah, Wimbledon just not dealing well with them. You said it again, weight of numbers is in the end all they've managed to do to get the ball away. Nerfield, that's nice, just zigzags away from O'Connor and then swings it across to the far post, which Foster judges really well. He takes it cleanly, Lee wants the throw, but his run's being covered by Ogundere, and I think Foster's wise to be cautious. Yeah, I'll try and answer some of the Ask Rack some questions on the podcast. Oh, as Foster takes a bit of a wrist drop on the phone, isn't it? And Palmer's scrapping, gets a free kick on the left flank. And a yellow card as well for Lewis. He had to be booked as soon as the foul was given, in all fairness. Ollie Palmer spun away from his man. Ben Foster took a risk, but actually delivered a fantastic ball over the top yeah. at the end of it. So, yeah, I, I, was, I must admit, I was watching Foster because I'll, Hamza, uh, he's a bit late. But I don't think he really hit him, and Foster didn't complain, and then Palmer's, you know, impeded. That's a, yeah. To yellow. So Wrexham, like I said, is starting this on the front foot. Just seeing the replay of the challenge on Foster now, which I think to be fair he went across Foster rather than into him. And that's what saved him as Lee sweeps into an area but just evades Boyle. Ricochets loose, they haven't dealt with this again. Cannon trying to juggle it. Good defensive work by Al Hamadi, who then seemed to push Cannon. Cannon. To be fair, Cannon doesn't complain. The ball comes off him for a goal kick. I think, again, I think there has been fairly consistent with physical play and with shirt pulling Gordon Valance on Ars Rexham saying that he likes this EFL referee much better than the National League refs will thus far in this game because we have had some fun in the past of Dan Drysdale uh, but thus far three well two and a half good referee performances I would say this season very good yeah there's some referees at this level like Darren Drysdale whose names we'd recognise but mm. so far proving why he's been promoted yeah and Allison as well who I've always used as a byword for dodgy refs brilliant on Tuesday I thought Jennifer plays it towards the edge yeah, and Birky gets a shot in puts it way over it was threatening. Newfield's been more involved in the last well, last five minutes of the first half and the first five of this than previously, but Bugiel was always off balance, I think. Yeah, it's a good little pass inside. He's just turned away from Bento's, but it was always going to be a difficult one for him. And, you know, we said in the first half, we were surprised by that comment about Wimbledon playing long balls. So they're very good with the ball on the ground, and that's more evidence of that then. Yeah, I would say so. I don't think they look like a nice team, but they've got two decent-looking strikers, but they haven't quite managed to give them the right service. Foster with the goal kick. They're certainly not at this game, obviously. It's only 1-0, and they're looking threatening. Foster launches it long. Palmer scrapping again. Is dispossessed this time. And the ball's picked up by Bugiel, who drives forward. And on his back from O'Connor. Free kick. Bugiel wants a yellow card for O'Connor which would be harsh. I think he's accidentally hit Lee in the face there. He was throwing his arms up in the air, protesting to the referee, and I think he, he accidentally caught Elliot Lee, who was just an innocent bystander. Beale, <laughs> to be fair, showed guilt and checked Lee was OK, and Lee is OK. And Wimbledon have now go forwards with a big diagonal. Ogundere can only head it towards the edge of the area. Boyle heads it clear, looking for Lee, can't find him. Throw it 35 yards out. 
for me not a card for O'Connor. It was a hand on his back. It wasn't a huge amount more. I didn't think really. It's big heels running towards the touchline. There's no particular place to go. So here's Wilder now moving across the back again. Lewis over the top, looking to turn the defence. Great pace by Al Hamadi. Gets him there. That's terrific. Now he's got Ogunderi in support. He's knocked off balance by Toza though. He finally plays it back to Ogunderi, and Rexman got bodies back now as Tilly. Let's Ogundere take over once more, feeds it back, Lewis stands up across to the far post, Nerfel with a great header, but it's over the bar, Foster always felt he was in control, but what a leap by Nerfel. Yeah, good leap, good header, but Foster just pointed that ball into the stand behind the goal there. Yeah, he, he knew exactly where it was going, didn't he? Still 1-0 to Wrexham then. I'd say we've had the better of the second half. Wimbledon just started growing yeah. into it again the last couple of minutes. Murfield's just come to life, isn't he, again? So Foster steps up, hits it long for long, left-footed. Palmer can't get a touch on that, it bounces on, Mendy can't beat Ogundere to it, Lee brings it down nicely and hooks it towards himself, he's being really trouble, that's uh, gone out for a throw, I thought, to Wrexham, yeah, Wrexham throw 10 yards into the Wimbledon half. It'll be Mendy taking it. And then Lee picks her up and goes for the expansive switch. It sends Barnett backwards, he's shielding his eyes from the sun, and Johnson, therefore, is able to jump in front of him and head out to play through on the halfway line. This will be taken by O'Connell. As the sun's coming up now, this is on the, the right-hand side of the pitch as Wrexham are attacking. O'Connell steals a few yards, ref allows it, throws down the line and finds nobody through into Wimbledon. About 20 yards out from their own goal, taken quickly. The ball now with Bass, the keeper. Bus tails any, had a Tobermory hot water bottle cover. Fair play. Ball flicked on well by Bugiel, but again, Tozer's there. Bounced up and right, but he did well to hook it away. It's played back in again, no? Good work by Barnett to dispossess Nerfil. He takes a bit of a chance taking him on, and he's stuck by the corner flag, so he puts his left foot sensibly through it. Reeves, lovely, studied header down to the left-hand side. Little works it on. Chipped forwards by Johnson, good, defended by O'Connell, muscles Bugiel out of the way, but it's won back again by Wimbledon, they're having a good little spell here, Tilly squares this, Bugiel edge of the area, flicks it in, and Toza runs his man behind for the goal kick, now Tilly took off, there may have been some contact between him and Toza, it looked, looked like good robust defending, it's in the Wimbledon end, so their fans are going crazy, to be fair, Tilly just caught up run run but yeah he, he bounced off Toza didn't he Toza protected the ball he bounced off him and ended up in well almost in the crowd yeah I think it's exactly what it was Toza's got there got in front of him just been a little bit stronger he's given him a little nudge just to make sure he didn't win the ball but had it not been for the Toblerone boards behind the goal I don't yeah. think he'd have tripped over to be fair yeah, yeah absolutely but there wasn't much in that it stirred the Wimbledon fans up a bit he said the, the, the key thing to judge from that till he just got up and ran back to the halfway line to be fair to him Tozer knocks it long firm header clear by Pierce goes all the way through to O'Connell nice ball down to O'Connor who turns into trouble but then manages to turn Reeves he's being fouled ref plays a good advantage and now Cannon's on it and this time he sweeps it quickly to the right flank Barnes as Johnson isolated and goes past him for pace terrific surge and Johnson brings down that could be a card it won't please the Wimbledon fans but 
he knocked the ball past Johnson and Johnson knew he was beaten for pace and took him out it's a talking to Johnson's lucky there I think I have a funny feeling we're not for the fact that the referee's just given a couple of decisions and yellow cards against Wimbledon and then hasn't given the same with Wrexham then I, I rather suspect that he might have got booked there anyway as there is it's a free kick level the edge of Eddie McLean to take it Boyle and Tozer lurk at the far post Palmer's in the middle McLean rips it to the far post straight in the keeper's hands up and now can he deliver quickly but well, the fans want him to the problem is oh as Boyle gets in his way and he will be booked for that yeah it's a careless booking to pick up for yeah because what I was about to say was that the crowd were telling him to get it forwards but Wimbledon had everyone back in defence they had nobody up the pitch and Bass wisely held on to it but then Boyle didn't need to do that he got interfered with him and as we know full well because Andy Morrell is down uh, the bench from us Morrell <laughs> who got booked for doing a similar thing sticking a foot out move towards it I remember morale having I can't remember which game it was now was it, was it one of the games at Wembley maybe whereas Louis Moult at Alfreton scored a legitimate goal by not moving towards the ball at all and the keeper kicked there against him the once you make a move towards the ball it's an automatic yellow here's Reeves now anchoring the midfield he's moved on now as the ball's driven down the left and again O'Connell watched that well but Gila managed to get in behind him but O'Connell watched the ball carefully got the ball clear now here comes little nice ball to the edge area nice turn by Bergeel good tackle coming again by O'Connell again a ball spread by little well Wimbledon are looking more dangerous here Ogundere goes around the outside drills and a flat cross boiled as well on the stretch towards Zungold put it out for a throw by the corner flag Ogundere's got the ball in his hands he's going to leave it until he will take but first the Wimbledon bench has been reported to the referee by the fourth official who was standing and pointing at the at the bench like a, a kid on the yard who's saying he looks at me funny sir and it is going to be a yellow card so lots of sarcastic applause well we didn't see what happened referee Dan Drysdale's got a smile on his face the Wimbledon bench hasn't so just stirred the fans up more, doesn't it? Yeah, it's riled everybody up. Yeah. Absolutely no idea what's going on. The referee's well, now been called over again because the manager's been sarcastically applauding him. He's now been booked. <laughs> and so didn't buck the manager Johnson the first time. He no. booked someone on the bench. Johnson sarcastically applauded, so the fourth official pulled the ref back. He's booked the manager as well now. Johnson had another go at the referee, at the fourth official. Another throw in. Tilly manages to get in the box, drills a shot, good block that. been a suspicion of handball and as Tilly cuts inside wasn't given but a very important block Wimbledon have got their tails up at the minute and Rexham needs to be careful absolutely here's the replay of it he held off Mendy drilled it in Oof. big block right in front of Foster and this throw the corner squandered throwing and Tilly's waiting until Gundere comes up to be a target rather than a, the thrower. 
Full second shorts. Oh, and waste this ball just poked behind for a goal kick to Wrexham. And exactly we, what Wrexham needed yes, that. The pressure was really building up. They were looking very, very threatening. Yeah, we just, they just got their tails up, and that incident on the bench didn't really help because it riled the fans up as well and got them behind the, the Wimbledon players. In the end, that's Paul from Reeves, an uncharacteristic as well for him to just give the ball away and concede the goal kick. Foster with the goal kick then. Dale Webb says, loving how loud the way fans are coming through. That's fantastic. Big kick by Foster, an awkward bounce, Rogan Derry, and now Mendy's on him. He has to hook it over his shoulder until he can't quite keep it in. Throws to Wrexham, again what we need, get the ball in Wimbledon's half, get the ball down, put them under pressure. Big block from Toza there, says Jarvis, not sure Foster had that covered. Mendy, suspicion of a foul throw there actually, but he's got it back and won another throw. Wasn't sure. Put his head, the ball behind his head. He didn't that time either. Throw to O'Connor, who's tackled well in midfield by Little, careless from O'Connor. He's tracked this man well, though Little hits an ambitious ball down a the flank. There's not enough backspin on it for Tilly to catch it. Tom O'Connor's been caught on his heels twice in this second half so far. Just not like him either to be like that. It's just a bit, it's a bit slack, wasn't it, really? Not like him at all, but. Yeah, these things can happen. Foster's told to hurry up. I'm not sure there's been that much time wasting from Wrexham, to be fair. Well, Foster's not hurried up, he's still standing there. And eventually he puts his left foot through it. McLean jumping, good header by Lewis. Cannon picks it up, scoops it wide to the right-hand side. Barnett now. McLean drops off square and exchanges passes with Barnett. So Wrexham just moving it around in midfield, looking for gaps. O'Connell with an over-ambitious pass there, which Pierce will run out for the goal kick. Palmer and Chase never had a chance really getting anywhere with that. Bass having to run across to fetch the ball. <laughs> beer, bear, beer. Lights that I, I called Mendy the danger man. He said he's going to refer to him as Danger Man Mendy from now on. As, oh, Wimbledon from a short goal kick, give it away. Lee now feeds it down the left channel for Palmer. Palmer drives in the cross first time. It's blocked, spins back out to Mendy. Level the edge of the area. He's got players at the far post. Takes on his man instead and chips it in. It's blocked well by Ogundere, but Mendy hooks it back into the goal mouth. And it's smashed away for the throw in Toza territory. Wondered where the bass might have been able to attack that. Maybe not because Mendy hit it hard. Yeah, Mendy just played the percentages. He just put yeah. a ball into a dangerous area, forced Wimbledon to make the decision. Yeah, they defended well there, didn't they? To get the block on the first two crosses, but yeah, so we just thought, well, I can scoop this in first time. They can't stop this. The subs of Wimbledon clearly standing in Toza's way. Toza points it out. Well, just move. He's, there's Wimbledon substitutes is just complaining. James Ball that he won't move. I'm surprised the ref hasn't told him to. Tozo spears one under the bar. Defender heads it up in the air. Elliot Lee looks to head it back in the danger area. O'Connor helps it on, and it's scrambled away again. Again, not convincing. Barnett chasing back and pings a fastball to Foster, who kills it with insouciance with the outside of his left foot, and then pings a massive drive looking for McLean, and Johnson ducks underneath that. He's got it under control, though. He runs it behind for the goal kick. Instant with ball there, though. I, I don't quite understand. And that, I, I mean, if, if he was in the line, Toza was going to run. Toza was going to have to brush past him virtually. 
he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Why doesn't the ref just tell him to shift? I have to stand there and say, why can't I stand here? Well, why don't you stand here would be my reply. I'm surprised the ref didn't really move him. Uh, no harm done. He didn't do a Dennis Wise and try and just stick his leg out and trip him, did he? Long ball forwards, toes ahead to into midfield. Cannon jumping and scrapping away. Can't come out with the ball, but he's done well, actually. On the stretch, he's managed to make a challenge that pokes it to Lee. Toes are now chipping it towards McLean. Nice little chest down, is it? Well intercepted. And it's dropped kindly for Nerfil, who will run at Barnett now. O'Connor in support, Nerfil, good pace, driving around the outside, and puts it across, which O'Connell gets a block to corner. Yeah, we're not getting the same level of control in midfield here, are we? No. Wonder if Phil Parkson might be tempted to go back to free in the middle just to try and shore things up a touch. It's a, it's a bold formation. Or even just draw McLean Lee back a little into more of a box. Because they have played it more like a three up front in a way, haven't they? The formation's worked so far, Rex, we yeah. just need to get a bit of control back. Yeah, true. So an in-swinger then from Tilly. On the left flank. Lots of movement around the penalty spot. The ball swept into a good area. People go down off the ball, and it's a missed chance for Johnson. There was a lot going on at the near post there. And the referee saw enough after waiting for a moment, pondering it to give the penalty kick. Ball swept into the near post. An absolute pile of bodies went down. Well, I'd like to see the replay. Wrexham were really protesting this. Toza saying his shirt was pulled. There was a shove in the back by a little push by Boyle, Boyle but wasn't there? there's not an awful lot happening in there that wasn't happening the other way, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair comment. He's been pretty laissez-faire, but he's given that one. And so, 66th minutes. And Wimbledon have a chance from the spot. It's Alhamadi again, is it? Yeah. He steps up. It's saved by Foster. Brilliant save by Foster. He has done that before, you know. <laughs> Low down to his right once more. He went the right way. And Alhamadi, two games for Wimbledon, two missed penalties. And it wasn't a good penalty either. No. Ben Foster has guessed the right way or been told the right way. And, uh, yeah, just not a very good penalty at all. Ben Foster got down and made a good save. Yeah, it wasn't in the corner at all. It was actually one of those that sometimes slip under a keeper's body because he's stretching for the far corner. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's experienced enough to close all angles off. And Ben Foster once more is the hero from a penalty. But I think Wimbledon, it's fair to say, have shown that they are really roaring back at us. And they're breaking down the left now. O'Connell's done well there. Has he won a goal kick or a corner? No. Giving the Wrexham's way. I think he made a free kick out of that, the way the referee's pointed. Well, yeah, he's yeah, pointed for the free kick, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Potentially for a handball. O'Connell did really well to get some of this to throw in. Apologies. Oh, OK. Didn't quite go behind. Yeah. Wimbledon just had so much momentum. Little moments like that can swing a game. You can hear the Wrexham fans now singing all the noise and momentum now with Wrexham. Wrexham, you take advantage of that. Yeah, the, the, for once the Wimbledon fans are quite quiet because there's been a good atmosphere either way and the Wimbledon fans indeed are racking up the noise. Here they get their voices again as Agandere sweeps an early ball in, too early, bound it underneath that. It bounces beyond him, he wanted to run for a throw-in and it does in the end. 
time we brought Barnett in, you know, I thought, is he a wing back? You know, defensively, and the only times. I've not been comfortable with him. Is he's cost us a couple of goals last season doing exactly that, Try, trying to run the ball out when he could just stick it up the pitch and out of play, wanting to play rather than just be have that defender's mentality yeah. of I want to pass if I can, but if it's not on, I know when to get rid. Um, and a couple of times the days he's in danger of overplaying, it hasn't quite. As McLean is tackled and then is holding his face afterwards. I don't know, he's not, seems it's deliberate, but he's caught in the face there. Mendy over the top, easy for Lewis to deal with. Lee challenges and wins it with his face, it seemed. And now here's Cannon, bringing a bit of composure. Mendy has got nothing ahead of him. Down the flank, so he finds Boyle. And Boyle helps it on to Toza. So Wrexham looking to regain their equilibrium just past the halfway point in the second half. O'Connell down the line. This is certainly better passing from Wrexham as Barnett squares it inside. A good little spell of possession. Which, although it's taken them backwards, has looked purposeful. And O'Connell then, it's not the best ball to Palmer. Pierce got there ahead of him. Great tackle by Cannon, just nipping in. Ogundere feeds a fort. Alhamdi found a bit of space between the lines and he guys driving forwards he's done well here O'Connor with a good tackle Hamadi with a shot what a save by Foster but Hamadi was so fired up by that penalty miss then he did well to drive forwards ripped in a left footed snapshot terrific save to his right by Foster to another corner Ben Tozer and Tom O'Connor after that furious of each other really heated conversation in the Wrexham penalty area Alhamadi's just ran through and it, to me it looked like he just left Tom O'Connor trailing mm. Yes, it was worrying to see a run through the centre work like that. I think O'Connor got a toe in, but Bagheel was quick to pop it back to him. So here comes the corner then, two arms raised as a signal. Swept in, under the bar, Foster gets part of a punch on it. Punch smashed away by McLean. He'll come back in again though as Tilly is forced backwards in fact. Wrexham holding a line on the edge of the area, but three players out trying to press. And they force the ball back into the Wimbledon half. Wrexham's back line able to step up a bit more now. Ogundere with the big diagonal because Lewis is still up there. He heads it on well, but Foster's out again. It was a good punch out by Foster too. Into yeah. a crowded goal mouse, he really dealt with it well. He just got enough on it. Then he's in the other end now, he's just played an early goal kick. It's the last thing we needed really. Because once yeah. again, Wimbledon have just got this, this bit of momentum that Wrexham just needs to absorb some pressure and take this thing out of it a little bit. Lewis now deep in his own half. 70th minute, Wrexham Waddell up as Lewis squanders the ball. Throw to Wrexham on the halfway line. This is getting tense, this now. <laughs> Barnett feeds it backwards. Toes it. Oh, O'Connell's under pressure, but he's calm as ever. Just cuts it straight back to Toes. O'Connell drives down the line. McLean's got no chance of getting to that. Headed out of play, though. Throw to Wrexham. Cannon annoyed with O'Connell for playing that pass. I felt he was on. Canning on having a little conversation just to waste a bit of time. <laughs> O'Connell steps up, throws down the line, and Palmer was pulling the shirt of Johnson through kick to Wimbledon just inside their own half. Perhaps tellingly, some Wrexham subs have come to warm up. Ford and Dolby, Jordan Davis. I was surprised no one was warming up just before that, but then I do think Wrexham are going to make a change in the next couple of minutes yeah. just to try and take change the momentum of this game a little bit. Well, Lee profits from a handball there, it was accidental, don't know if the ref saw it, but he's done well, he's found McLean driving through the middle, no real support, he holds it up well, feeds it backwards to O'Connor, Wrexham now, 
getting some bodies forwards. Mendy, 25 yards out, left-hand side, fakes to go inside. Uses O'Connor again. O'Connell now in the centre circle, quickly switching it. Barnett on the right, Johnson comes out to him. Barnett tries to feed down the line, gets a throw off Johnson. Just outside Toza territory, I think. Yeah. So, O'Connell receives it. Clips it inside. Cannon, did he handle that? And then the ref doesn't give it. O'Connell burks it backwards. And there's a, little, a couple of sloppy little touches there, and Wrexham have been forced to give it back to Foster. Foster lets a man get close to him. Wimbledon are preparing a double sub. As Palmer's beaten in the air. Bagheel attacking the ball well. It bounces off Boyle's head. Mendy does really well to nip in and find Cannon. O'Connell now. Good ball out to the right. Now Barnett's got space as he drives over the halfway line. Can he build up some pace and go at Johnson? He's already done him for pace once. This time he cuts inside. Mendy's screaming for the shift. He plays it. Lee steps over it. Mendy sets himself. Plays it back for Lee. Across the face. Oh, Lee inches short of making it two there. Lovely move by Wrexham. And Lee nearly got on the end of that to poke it in from close range. That was great stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, fantastic play. The first time in a while Wrexham have had that possession. Barnett spread the play really well. Mendy, like I said, was screaming for it as Barnett went from right across the middle of the pitch. That's a superb ball back into the penalty area. And Elliot Lee just not tall enough to get a touch on the ball. Yeah. So here come the changes then. Harry Pell comes on for Omar Bugiel. Pell is massive. Monster truck of a player, and the other change sees Lee Brown come on, and it's going to be oh, is it Pierce coming off? So I guess Johnson will slot inside. There's a third sub as well. Sasu, Aaron Sasu, who's a wide attacker, is going to come on for Nerfil, who's had that had that spell around half time when it came to life, but otherwise has been pretty anonymous. Sasu is a wide attacking player. And so, well, let's see, sometimes a triple change and a change of shape can just catch a team out. Right, some of 17 minutes left to play out, and they've certainly got more height now. Sasu on the left is, is big. Pell has gone through the middle. He's enormous. Yeah, a lot more height now for Wimbledon, and immediately a long ball played in their direction. Pell is beaten to it in the air by O'Connell, and that's a good ball now. Wrexham on the break. McLean breaking down the right-hand side, a space to run into. Palmer and Lee are in the middle. McLean's 25 yards out, gets on his left foot, rips it in, headed away as Palmer was lurking, only as far as Mendy on his left foot. He's got nothing really outside of him. He tries to get past his man and little Dubell, but Mendy tackles in the box. Wrexham fans shouting for a handball there, not given. It was in the box. O'Connor squares it. I think that's played back to Lee nicely by Cannon. Oh, it's a shocking challenge by Bell. And Lee is furious. Is that red? He went right through Lee then. There's lots of pushing and shoving as the Wimbledon players get around the referee and the Wrexham players. Toes has come the length of the pitch. Toes needs to get in there to get Elliot Lee out yeah. of there. But that's a horrible tackle by Harry Pell. Lee was furious. That looked like a red, to be honest, stupid. Just hurled himself in bodily. Ref's got a big call here. Well, he's managed to isolate Pell. And... He's going is he, to his front pocket, I think, which is yeah, a yellow. yellow card. Well, that is generous. That is very, very generous, I've got to say. It's a free kick on the edge of the area. But, wow. I mean, Lee was furious, and you could see exactly why. As we see a replay of it now, it's gone right through him and just gone. I mean, 
He's given a yellow. Well, he's given a yellow to Lee. It's a right That's hack. That's a at horrible him. tackle. That's a red card. It's a terrible hack. And Lee, for responding and going toe to toe, didn't raise his hands. Has also got a yellow. And, and the that, problem was nobody came and Candelli laid down quick yeah. enough. We needed just one of the other action players just to get a hold of him. Yeah, because yeah. he kept going at Pell. I think in the end the referee had to do something. Now Phil Parkinson's in trouble now. And Dan Drysdale is going to buck him too. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Owen O'Connell comes across. Can I get booked as well? Right, come on. It's been so left out. I mean, it's a free kick in the shooting position. You get Lee and O'Connell over it. <sighs> it looked like a. I don't know. It certainly feels wrong that Lee and Pell both get the same punishment, shall we say. I'm not yeah. saying you can't book a player for retaliation, although, uh, for, well, it wasn't really retaliation, was it? He responded to it. I could understand Lee responding angrily. He's jumped up angrily. I think that said the problem is he yeah. kept going. If it just yeah. been that first reaction and then someone's yeah. pulled him away and he's calmed down, it would have been all right. Well, the ref has got the ball back 10 yards and they all immediately step forwards once he turned his back. And the point of the spray <laughs> is that he should be able to see that. The spray seems to have dissolved very quickly. Ooh, Palmer's walked into the wall and shoves them backwards. The referee is telling them you can't come forwards anymore. Well, it's all turned a bit nasty, this. So, Lee and O'Connor on it. Will Pell be punished after all four? That wild challenge. Lee steps up, drills it. Just about puts it around the post. And it's a goal as he's managed yeah, to get the loose foot. Yeah. I thought he'd pushed it behind. He hadn't, and it could easily have been a goal on the replay, on the rebound rather, as there is Wimbledon now coming forwards. This game getting feisty. Pell still on the pitch, helps her on nicely. And this is danger now as the ball's driven into the box. Mendy does well, as indeed, to be fair, did O'Connell to come across and just hold up Tilly. There's a lot of needle to this game now. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So throwing taken short. And Mendy does well to stick with Ogundere, throwing the corner flag. There's Anthony some... Ford's going to come on for Exum at some mm. point. Well, he, he could maybe just get fresh legs and stiffen up the right in place of Barnett, couldn't he? As Mendy again does well, blocking off Ogundere. Parkinson often subs the wing-backs, of course, to give them a rest because he has so much of them. But Mendy still looks to be at it as it throws in towards Pell. Cannon tries to nick it off him. It spins back out wide. Ogundere heads it into the goal mouth. Boyle heads it away. Only his father was Reeves. He pops it square. And it's fed down the right-hand side. Ogundere with a nice little turn. Great tackle by Mendy. Again, fair play to him. Throw and taken quickly once more. Tilly level the edge of the area, right-hand side. He's got an underlap and he uses that man. And Mendy does really well to lever him off the ball. Wimbledon wants a penalty. I think the ref's right to ignore that. He, he did use his body, but he's allowed physical contact. I think you can do that. As Wimbledon have it back again now. In their own half. It's Reeves looking to pull the strings. Ogundere is available at wide on the right-hand side. Uh, uh, maybe not now. I was wondering whether Lee might be brought off just to avoid him getting into trouble with the ref as Pell and Boyle are wrestling. Ref plays advantage, it seems, and it's picked up by Alhamdi. He digs a good cross out to the edge of the area. Pell hits it, and it's blocked by O'Connell. Ball drops loose again on the edge of the area. O'Connor gets it partly away. Palmer can't beat his man to it, though. Pulled to the edge of the box. This is wild football now. Wimbledon are really hurling bodies forwards. 
leaving themselves a bit empty at the back. And Wrexham are having to drop off and really defend this. Ball stood up to Edge Pell. Goes down. Is that a penalty? Oh. Yeah. He's given a penalty now. Push in the back. He's giving it for a push in the back. Yeah, yeah O'Connell had eyes on the ball. That's I a mean, shame because that is pretty much the first misstep Owen O'Connell's made in yeah. 80 minutes here. The ball was stood up towards the edge of the area. Pell is massive. And O'Connell. He's just leaned into yeah. the arm, hasn't he? I mean, again. You've got to ask, has he been consistently punishing those challenges? Should Pell be on the pitch? Well, I think you know my opinion on that. But the penalty is given. Ten minutes left. And it will not be Al Hamidi this time. It will be Tilly. So Foster getting his left. He's been boxed, Foster. Foster gets a yellow card, I think, for touching the crossbar. Wow. Or whether there was some dissent in there as <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know. Yeah, he was complaining about the decision, wasn't he? But anyway, here we are. Tilly then, left-footed, steps up, hits it, yeah! and scores! And no matter how good Foster is, he's not reaching that. Right into the top left corner, Tilly. Massive celebrations, trying to stir up the AFC Wimbledon fans. And, well, I think Wrexham... Can look at a couple of key decisions and feel they've gone against them. You know, he's been allowing aerial contact, he didn't on that occasion, and it's on a player who, frankly, shouldn't be on the pitch. So, anyway, maybe, I, maybe I'll take back that thing about the knock on route one. But since the they put the huge guy on up front, that they've had the threat. It's from the Greek restart, Palmer wins the header, but it drops kindly. And now it's driven over the top by Brown, looking for Pell again. Boyle wins the header. O'Connor takes it on the chest and turns. Miscontrolled, though. Well, same miscontrolled by Little. He's managed to keep it going and lifts it forwards. Toza heads it away. Mendy's beaten to it, but can Little keep it in? Yes! And he knocks it off Boyle for a corner. And suddenly, Wimbledon have got all the momentum. Wrexham are preparing Sam Dolby to come on. But... They won't do it before the set piece. An in swinger from Tilly then. The Wimbledon fans now making terrific noise. Ball coming, Foster comes. Great take, came a long way. Grab that. Nobody up the front, so he's not going to be able to deliver it early. Wrexham are preparing three changes, it looks like. Luke Young is getting ready, as well as Anthony Ford and Sam Dolby. Ball played forwards, and McLean gets a free kick. Yeah, Young and Ford were already waiting to come on when that penalty got given. And one thing I will say is fantastic penalty by Tilly in the end yeah. after all of that. Yeah. Like you said, actually, even if Foster had gone the right way, there was no way he was saving it. Mm. As Lee is fouled on the halfway line. Free kick to Wrexham. We've got eight minutes left. As the triple change will now be made. So... Dolby, obviously, on for Palmer. Gets applause from some of the AFC London fans. Doesn't get booed by any of them, so you know, I think that says something. It's, oh, now we're going for a win here because Barnett and Boyle are coming off. This is so. Andy Cannon, I think. Sorry, Andy Cannon. Oh, was it? Think, oh, sorry, Boyle was coming across. Yeah, I thought he was going to the four at the back. Now, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bold gambit. 
Barnett comes off. Yeah, so Young, beg your pardon, for Cannons or like for like. 200th league appearance for Luke Young for us. Yeah. Been waiting a long time for that. He's been on 199 for a long, long time. Oh, he's, he's been a terrific servant to the club. Seven minutes left now as Toza stands up at diagonal looking for Dolby overhead, volleyed clear. And it'll go out for a throw to Wrexham. Throw taken short, Young back to O'Connell who goes back into his own half sensibly. Toza helps it on again. O'Connell, ooh, sloppy pass, but he wins the throw in. The floodlights are on here now. Unlike the old massive floodlights, quite easy to change the bulbs on these because the blocks of flats behind them with balconies, <laughs> you, you, you could reach out and touch them. I, I'm not sure I'd want to have those lights on for a night game if you're trying to get some sleep though, if you were right next to them as O'Connor, it's a good ball. Lee, 25 yards out, is fouled again by Little, who did that five minutes ago, accumulation of fouls, perhaps Lee wants a quick free kick, O'Connor thinks about his nice run there, he uses him as a decoy, because it's found Mendy some space, and he seems to a good cross, Lee heads it against the defender, O'Connor's after that, and he forces a throw in to Wrexham, which Toza will take, level the edge of the area. It's a nice idea, the Lee run, but I think it would have been a difficult pass for O'Connor to pull off. Yeah, definitely, but it did create that space for Mendy yeah. at the end of it. So Toza in a hurry, slings it in, under the bar, touched on, and just wide, that was a great contact by O'Connell, oh, he's all angry, he got what was needed, just a little touch, but just too much on it, went wide to the far post, wow, that's been a hell of a game, no matter what happens in the remainder of it, as the Wimbledon fans are all standing up to applaud their team, o McLean has made a good block, and Wimbledon have to go back to their keeper, Bass gets it long, left-footed, Brought down well by Alhamidi. Young has got back well to hold him up. And no Connor too, but Alhamidi's still on it. Referee says that was a foul, but he plays a sensible advantage. Brown clips it into the box, and Bell tries to hit it, and this hits it straight onto Tozer. May well have hit his arm in the box, but he couldn't help it. He was no. so close. And a good-looking ball towards Dolby. He'll do well to keep it in, though, and he can't quite. It was a nice idea. Dolby, with fresh legs, just couldn't quite get there. Throw taken quickly to Brown, the thrower, Wrexham looking to pen Wimbledon in, forced the long ball forwards, looking for Pell, O'Connell heads it partly clear, it's nodded down against Ford, throw in to Wimbledon on the halfway line, four and a half minutes left, it's been a cracking match but will there be a winner? As the ball is scooped backwards by Brown, gets it back and volleys it forwards, Pell beaten in the air again. And driven forwards, good ball by Ford, taken well by Dolby on the turn on his chest. Tackle comes in, but Wrexham claim it back. Ref got no Connor's way, but Young is there. Now with the armband on. It's fed across to Boyle. He rolls it down the line. Mendy now back to Boyle. Wimbledon's midfield are back deep. As Boyle taking his time, Lee's making all sorts of runs. Boyle in the end goes back to O'Connor and he switches the point of the attack. Nice of Wrexham to have Wimbledon sitting off like this. Hasn't been doing that for a while as Ford nips inside his man nicely. McLean's dropped off to offer. Ford switches nicely. Mendy now, left-hand side. Left that area. Taking on his man. They double up on him quickly, though. Mendy 
fakes to go outside, then goes to the goal line and swings in a cross, which is headed up in the air rather by Lewis, and the keeper does well to grab that. Lewis stood his ground and blocked McLean off. An early kick is a poor one, lovely touch by Tozer, who brought it down from the air beautifully. Feeds it out wide to the right-hand side, Ford now. Pulls it back to the halfway line, Young squares it on. O'Connor looks for the killer ball to lead this time, but only picks out Lewis. Lovely touch this time by Telly bringing down a dropping ball on the halfway line. And he stands up a diagonal. He's looking on the right at left hand side for Sasu, but he can't quite find him. Wrexham claim it back. Good little spell of pressures by Wrexham Young. Good ball down the right. McLean, good balance to hold on to the ball under pressure and find space. O'Connor on the halfway line. Just under three minutes left now. McLean, a bit of space in the centre circle. Two more Wimbledon suds ready. McLean draws two men to him and then allows O'Connor to shift the uh, passing angle once more. Ford again cuts in Bar Sassen. He's 30 yards out. Feeds to the edge of the box. Lee with a little turn. Can't get away from his man. Finds Ford. He carries on. Hits a shot. Takes a deflection. Keeper watches the backspin carefully and holds on to it. Wrexham are getting Jordan Davis ready. As well, one of the Wimbledon players, seeing how Wrexham have not handled Powell, is the big target man, Davison, who started last Saturday. And Ball, the guy who wouldn't get out of uh, Toza's way, is about 6'5 as well. Big unit. Ball played forwards, Mendy wins the header. A miscontrol by Little allows McLean in, only got Dolby ahead of him, so sensibly he holds her up in the centre circle. But he does go driving forwards, he helps it onto Ford, who's been lively since he's come on. And now here, driving from the halfway line as Young comes a fair distance, finds Lee, nice ball around the corner. Dolby helps it on cutely, and it's Ford cutting into the box. Works over one pass too many. Johnson puts it out for the corner, though, off balance. I think Ford might have had a, a swipe at that there, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, he's, he's tried to play the clever ball inside, but in the end it seemed like he was caught in two minds. It wasn't really any kind of pass. And are the changes going to be made now? Well, Wrexham are bringing Davis on. Mendy's come to get some. Oh no. Yeah, Mendy's come off, beg your pardon. So Davis on, with just over a minute, minute left. But Wimbledon don't want to change their defence before the set piece. So, left foot is in swinger from McLean. Lots of shoving already in the goal mouth. Let's see, ref, can you spot one here? Ball swept in, headed away comfortably. Back to McLean, he takes it down nicely. Got a bit of space now. He whips in across to the dead six-yard box. Dolby shirts being pulled. I think Boyle was asking for the penalty, and the fans were, but the ref wasn't interested. Boyle now wants to win a throw. Oh, he tries to knock off his man. He managed to jump out of the way of it, and it goes through to the keeper, Bass. Dolby, to be fair, didn't shout for the penalty. No. I think Dolby was pulling the defender just as much yeah. as the defender was pulling him. Wimbledon now moving it around at the back. 20 seconds remaining. The fourth official has got his board ready. The two Wimbledon subs are still ready to come on. Pell lays the ball back to Ogundere. Ooh, and then McLean gets a great block in, and it smashes straight into Davison's face. Is it the ball? Oh. Ball's face. Well, the ref did try to warn him with that toes of throw. You know, don't stand too close to the pitch. Well, there's going to be eight added minutes, firstly. And now we're going to see these two substitutions. Ball still rubbing his face, ruefully. Ref's getting a yellow card out. Nobody seems... Oh, is he just writing notes on the back? Well, potentially just writing notes. Yeah. Well, the, the substitution's taking a fair amount of time. In the end, Ball's going to come on for a little. 
So again, a bit more height in midfield and physicality. He made his debut for Alden in the midweek. And then, yeah, predictably, Al Hamadi, who's really put in a good shift despite missing that penalty, comes off and now Davison's on. As Al Hamadi gets a standing ovation, you look across this Wimbledon team now. And you don't see much below six foot three. No, it's yeah. a very, very big physical team. Though. Wow, yeah. And, and uh, really, I'd say Tilly and Reeves, who are both pretty well built, are the only ones who aren't massive. As Wrexham win the ball from the throw, good work by Lee Dibner's on half, finds Davis, Davis as well, pokes it wide. McLean, who's now at left wing back, stands it over the top dangerously. Defender doesn't fully deal with it. Dolby back to goal, holding it up, works it back to Lee. He's got an option outside him, finds Ford. Three men in the box to aim for. Sweeps in. Ah, Johnson heads it away from Dolby. Brought down by Young, but he doesn't find a teammate, and it's hammered cleared. And Davison on his own up front will give chase. Toza gets there first, though. Finds Foster. Davison might as well use his energy up, so he chases Foster, and Foster feeds it out wide to Boyle. We've got nearly two of the eight added minutes. There'll have to be more added on to that for that very slow substitution by Wimbledon as O'Connor finds O'Connell, rolls it down the line. Young now, Rexham in the midfield, moving it about. McLean now in that wide left position that Mendy has forsaken. O'Connor in the centre circle, turns away from his man. Dolby's making a run, O'Connor's seen it, and that's good defending by Lewis. Managed to outpace Dolby, and Dolby's no slouch. Dolby gets a good block in to put the clearance out for a throw, but that was impressive anticipation by Lewis, wasn't it? Because Dolby's quick. Throw in. Ogundere will take it 25 yards out from goal, right-hand side. Pell is the obvious target, although Davison is there too. Ball thrown towards Pell, headed away comfortably by McLean, he's found Dolby, lays it off for Lee, nice ball. Lee, ah, just couldn't quite take it, it was arrived a bit hot. And again, excellent anticipation by Lewis, who stepped in and robbed him. And now down the left-hand side comes Brown, crosses the halfway line, pokes the ball forward, switch is inaccurate, really inaccurate. Throw to Wrexham, to their relief. O'Connell takes it quickly. Wrexham have shown more threat, really, since the equaliser. As Wrexham knock it long, miscontrolled by Reeves. Dolby digs out a good pass to O'Connor, and Wrexham have got bodies surging forwards. O'Connor with an early ball to McLean. Good pace to keep it in, and now he's taking on his man. Pulls it back to O'Connor, 30 yards out. Three men in the box, O'Connor gets past one man, pokes out wide brilliantly to McLean. McLean sweeps across to the far post, and it's volleyed back in the goal. Of Lee helps it off, oh. and Dolby misses a glorious chance in the fourth minute of added time. Great cross by McLean. Lovely nod back by Lee. Arrived a bit high for him, but that close end, just get any on top of it at all, and he scored, didn't Yeah, he? if he'd just got on top of the ball, mm. it would have gone in. Brilliant flick by Lee. All he had to do was hit mm. the target, and he's just got underneath the ball, just a yard out. Fantastic play by Wrexham, spreading the play, first of all, to the left-hand side. Dolby's just got too much on that header. Ball played long, and Pal beaten in the air, but Wimbledon a bit of loose ball, Pal good ball. Works it out wide, it's helped on by Sasu, and the ball is loaded into the box. Ricochets off Ford's head, our lead as ever, so he had an excellent second half. Wins the ball, finds McLean, who chops onto it and cuts inside to beat his man, finds Young, poor touch by Young, but he manages to get a tackle on Sasu, and O'Connor with a quick ball. O'Connor's really looking for Dolby with these early balls to pick him in the channels. He's on the right now, running at Johnson. 
pulls it back. Young in loads of space. Hits the shot. Great save. That was classic. Young smashed it from all the 30 yards. Great save by Bass. One-handed, lunging to his right. That's what you like to see from Luke Young. He had a little opportunity of one before. When he said he brought the ball down in the end and tried to play the pass, whereas previously he might have hit it. That's the Luke Young we like, trying to yeah. just trying his luck from long range. Tremendous game, this, isn't it? I mean, I keep saying it, and then it gets more exciting. Young will take the in-swinging corner. Davis has held such a crowd. Davis and these two other players. A free header! It's across the face! Wow, that was a chance. Young will keep that in. Sweeps it back to Davis once more. He heads it back to the edge of the area. Lee pops it square. And it's driven just over. What a hit by Ford. Wow. <laughs> We're piling it on now. That first headed chance for Davis. He just peeled off his mouth, didn't he? Yeah, peeled off him beautifully. And wow. That's just under too much pressure, I think, to get his head around it. Yeah, exactly. If he could just get his head around a tiny bit more. That would have been a goal. There's from the restart, Wrexham again blocking Wimbledon's attempt to play it back. And when Young got it in the second time, again Wrexham so close. The ball coming out to Ford, who smashed it just over like a rocket. Wrexham are tearing into this game now. Two minutes of added time left. And there should be probably another one as Toza despite being blocked off by Powell, who actually hasn't really won much in the age, he's a big obstacle more than anything else. Wrexham now come forwards, Davis is now in that advanced left-sided position, finds McLean, he tries to make cute, and it doesn't come off, and Tilly, luckily for Wrexham, looks for Powell and finds Young, who read that situation well. He hooks it out of play, but that was good work by Young, or we could have been in real trouble. Yeah. That said, I think he did have a little bit more time then to play a better pass, rather True. than conceding this throw-in. So now Ogundere. The ball in his hands. About 30 yards out right-hand side. Throws it down the line. The challenge puts out for another throw. Level the edge of the area this time. We've had seven of the eight added minutes. But like I said, there should be at least another minute added on. Throw in taken. Good foot in again by Lee. The ball's cleared. McLean's going on Dolby. Does brilliantly. He's being fouled and Lee plays a back a back heel that he shouldn't have done a hell of a hard tackle between McLean and Tilly and the ball drops loose I was worried one of them might be hurt Davis now is trying to hold the ball up against the last defender Wrexham wants a foul but I think Johnson did well there Davis I think should have tried to nick it past him yeah. and use his pace he'd have been in on goal ball driven towards the edge of the area Pell is after it looks to surely fouls Boyle no foul given this ref got to say been inconsistent with his penalising of aerial challenges and now it's Lee under pressure two men on him he's fighting away he's come out with the ball excellent work by Lee and he sweeps it over to the right hand side here comes O'Connell with 10 seconds of the added minutes plus anything the ref has on as Ford drifts inside both sides fans have had reason to sing proudly today I feel Davis drops up in the lines well stands up a switch it's a good one McLean oh, bounces awkwardly but he's managed to head it inside his man squares it to Lee 30 yards out nice ball Davis got a man on him didn't realise caught out by Sasek and now he's got a chance to drive forwards Wrexham crowd around him though and stop him playing it forwards 
The ball fed down the line. Nice idea for Davison. He's in behind O'Connell. Hasn't got much support. Pell getting in the area now. O'Connell recovers, but Davison gets in the box, tries a shot, and puts it a long way wide. That's it. Might go for I'll a give throw. Him the benefit of the doubt and say I think it was a cross. Yeah. Well, I think that's worse though because there was genuinely nobody in the box. Pell was just getting into the box and he swept it very close to goal. Yeah, so I'd admire him more if it was an attempt at a cute goal myself. Short throwing. We've had an extra minute played now. And Wimbledon's bench are asking for the final whistle. And they get it. Wow, that was a game. That was a proper. <laughs> Proper game of football, wasn't it, Carl? I mean, wow. Yeah, it, no, both teams thrown everything at it at the end. Wimbledon, in the end, I think, just had enough momentum in that second half. Wrexham just couldn't quell it. They had the initial penalty. Ben Foster saved it. Said those are the moments that can change a game. But actually, Wimbledon just kept coming, kept coming. It was a soft decision for the second penalty. Yeah. There wasn't an awful. There wasn't an awful in the first penalty either. O'Connell's leaned into him for the second one. His only real missteps. I thought it was excellent otherwise, Owen O'Connell. Was a draw a fair result? Possibly. Wimbledon certainly had creative enough, but Wrexham finished the game fantastically well as well. Yeah. And Sam Dolby a couple of inches above that ball at the end, and it would have been a, a late winner anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Rice forward at the good strike, all that coming up again. Added time. It was a, a thrilling end to a, a tremendous game, wasn't it, really? And two sides who I think both did themselves justice. You could see in the reaction of both sides' fans that, yeah, they were happy with what happened as the Wrexham players, led by their manager, are now going across to the away end to acknowledge the Wrexham crowd 1,200 fans in City attendance don't we 8,584 with 1,200 fans in the away end but Wimbledon's a proper club they've been proper hosts and the two teams have treated this to one heck of a game of football some fine performances like you say O'Connell tremendous at the back Mendy a constant fresh brilliant assist and Lee I thought really grew into the game more and more yeah. and in the second half was was everywhere winning balls making decisive passes O'Connor I thought as well this progressive passing in the second half when uh, when gaps started to open was very good for me when Wimbledon started bringing their subs on admittedly it worked because they got that penalty but they also left gaps that Wrexham was starting to exploit as the game got stretched and we looked very dangerous I thought because of the way they'd set themselves yeah. up um, so overall tremendous stuff no, now, absolutely do, should I put you in the awkward position of picking man of the match or should I go for it it's I, totally up to you no, I'm, I'm happy to pick one because he conceded the penalty I can't give it to Owen O'Connell I don't yeah. think so Jacob Mendy has to be my pick fair enough yep Mendy with a, a terrific game as, as was said on Ask Wrexham just never never stopped working it's an away point and we should t be happy with that because after losing at home we needed to get off the mark we've got home games now to come where we can try to build on this but yeah it's uh, I think satisfactory stuff all round Colin yeah definitely if you can't win a game get something out of it Wrexham have done that and deservedly done that as well yeah plenty of positive to take back to North Wales with us and a quick turnaround to the next game to try and build on this first point of the season and that's not fun as well Ben Foster's penalty save and the save he made soon afterwards from Ahmadi, who seemed to be driven by the desire to make amends, and he dived to his right and blocked his efforts. This is, I think, you know, it's a foster credit to him having let in five goals last Saturday. It was terrific, I yeah. thought.
I can't disagree with that. Distribution maybe at times, but in yeah. terms of his command of the penalty area, exactly mm. what you'd expect from Ben Foster. Absolutely. So, final score is AFC Wimbledon 1, Wrexham 1, a game which, to use the cliché, was a great adverse for League 2 football. I hate that cliché. <laughs> it's just nonsense, isn't it? Oh, dear me. So, honours even, probably just about reasonably, although the penalty decision was dubious. And so, yeah, that's the final score. We've been Colin Henrys and Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. If he settles the squad, we'll be back on top. Only this time we're going for the quadruple. You are joking, aren't you? The time for talk is nearly over. With over four million pounds in free bet giveaways and huge price boosts, kick off your season with Skybet. That's betting better. life into broken taking matters into your own hands assembling big dreams from the small things never stopping until you find the right part at the right price that's the eBay way season's nearly here and the opinions are getting stronger. We've got serious pulling power now. Oh, to get the top two players now. Right? It's not up inside. If he settles the squad, we'll be back on top. Only this time we're going for the quadruple. You are joking, aren't you? The time for talk is nearly over.
With over £4 million in free bet giveaways and huge price boosts, kick off your season with Skybet. That's betting better.